You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. What's up, bitches? And welcome back to the Gamecasters podcast, the only show brazen enough to start an episode off by offering salutations to the bitches. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me is my blushing bride, Natalie, the nook, why don't you step inside, and Jeff, the dolphin puncher. It was really illuminating to all of us to see just how much you hate dolphins. Wow, Jeff. That was rough. I didn't really realize it until I saw the post. I didn't even know. (laughs) Now I know. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we have partnered with Modern Meeple. A company that makes super high-end board game component trays manufactured right here in the good old U.S. of A. And the deal was made over at Jeff's house while he went out to his dolphin tank he keeps by his garage, had his neighbor shoot one in the neck with his crossbow, and then served it up to Josh from Modern Meeple, who then immediately stood up, shook my hand, and said, I like the crazy nonsensical meal you've prepared for me. You got a deal. Is he Southern? That was a groundhog. I don't think so. No, I think he's from, like, Massachusetts. <laughs> it was sure, I don't yeah. know why he talked that way. That was weird, I thought of Yeah, him. it was strange. Check out the post on the Gamecasters and the Mad Board Gamer Instagram to learn more about that. But yes, we have partnered with Modern Meeple. And if you head on over to ModernMeeple.com, you will see a plethora of products to peruse and promptly purchase. And please, when you do so, input special discount code GAMECASTERS to get free shipping on your order. Anyone who uses code GAMECASTERS will also get a super sweet GAMECASTERS keychain. Those are super sweet, by the way. They are really sweet. Modern Meeple is the creator of... The Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan for board game component trays. These trays are enormous. They're shaped like Jamie Lannister. <laughs> That's what they call the Jamie, the the Jamie, Jamie Susan. Susan. They come in different colors with different compartment layout options and are just the best to display in your gaming space. The different layout options are like one. Yep. Two. Uh, and oh, Three. Yeah. And the last one is three. <laughs> There's also one that's got like a, it's like a crisscross grid. Yeah, I saw that. What do you do with that? I think it's for cards. cards. Yeah, it's for cards of different various things. There's like, you can put a bunch of different stuff in there. It's really interesting. Um, I like the three. It's my favorite one so far. The, the is it really? The triple. I thought that we wouldn't like the three as much, and then we played with it, and I was like, oh, it's it's good because it's deeper than you yeah, think. Yeah, it didn't oh, seem like it would hold that deep. much, but it actually held a lot. It held a lot. It held a lot of my shit. Yeah. No, they're... They're so nice. I was like, so we had this gaming weekend I'll talk a little bit more about, and all I wanted to do was play games with the components so I could use them. <laughs> I hope you talk more about that, because that's really, that was really It was the first time that I had my hands on it, my own. Yeah. <laughs> and all I wanted to do was, like, hey, let's play this game, because it has components. Most of the games we played didn't have No. Compo- okay, so Sad. this thing, it, it's so fun to spin. Why? It's a Lazy Susan. I mean, everyone loves Lazy Susans. But this thing yeah. was so fucking fun to just like take your finger in it and just stare at somebody blankly and just keep rotating it. Spin smoothly. Yeah, yeah spin smoothly. Almost like a, it was almost like a fidget. If it was by yeah. me, I was just like, like a, I was like a DJ. That's a great. Huh? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So we've got a great show lined up for you today as we're fresh off the heels of Mini Nerdfest 2023 that happened over the weekend, which is the reason this episode is coming to you later than normal. And I know what you're all thinking. A miniature Nerdfest? Yes. We had a scale model of the Nerdfest VFW Hall 3D printed along with the likenesses <laughs> of all of you thanks to the camera we installed in the bathroom. And we got all together, played with it, recreating the events of Nerdfest, the peeing, the pooping, the hand washing. We had a blast painting them all and laughing at the memories. In reality, 
<laughs> we went to Donkey Kong's house for a scaled down version of Nerdfest that Jeff hosts called Mini Nerdfest. Yeah, it's a really original name. <laughs> I thought of it all by myself. It's got all the fun of regular Nerdfest with none of the expense. And really, whenever we want to have like a board gaming anything, we just attach Nerdfest to it, right. and then it seems yeah. official. Now we have like yeah. three Nerdfests. We, <laughs> we can sell it They're easier. All like totally different. We can sell it easier to exactly. our wives to the and wives, friends. and yeah, yeah like it's, sorry, it's Nerdfest. Sorry, oh, it's that Nerdfest. sounds official. You get it right. Oh, I guess they have to go to that. Lots of games were played. Lots of food was eaten, and lots of friendships were sustained. None made because we all knew each other. But I needed to think yeah. of a third thing to say. It was a great time, and we'll talk about it more in a second. All right, Jeff, ready to talk about it more? Yeah, I am. <laughs> so tell me what games you got played and what was the most fun uh, part of the weekend for you? So this was even, this mini nerd fest was, is even smaller than regular nerd, nerd like fest. a regular nerd fest. So our, Which our, is then smaller than now big game dwelling nerd. nerd fest, the OG nerd fest. <laughs> it's even smaller than that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's why it's called so mini. Basement dwelling, it's BDNF. Yeah. <laughs> basement dwelling nerd fest. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and that's funny. so there was, what, maybe like 15 people? Yeah, I think 12 at, to 15, maybe 12. If we I think I think he's right. I think if we I like actually totaled them all, it's probably around there. Yeah. So on it was just Saturday and Sunday. Saturday show up early, leave late. Sunday people kind of teetered out around dinner time-ish. Yep. Um so it was actually even one day shorter than our regular nerd fest. Right. Mm -hmm. Which twice, is why twice, mini. Mini. Also mini. The people were smaller, smaller people. and the, the dates were smaller yep. and the Penises time was smaller. smaller. So you could only play tiny games. <laughs> So, like I said earlier, I was trying to play games that had components, and then I played none of them. <laughs> or I played, like, so I played Trismegistus, which is one of my favorites that I talk about, and I haven't got to play it in a long time because Devin doesn't like it. Darn. So, Kevin and I, the measles, have been talking about playing this game for- Years. Years. Maybe a couple years. And on Saturday, I saw him. I'm like, get here at 9 a.m. We're going to play Trismegistus. Even that game, I had to- 3D printed insert. I didn't need to use a component trace because there are two. <laughs> come right out of there. So you didn't then. So you I couldn't didn't. really. But so that was a game. I, so in terms of like memory, I beat the shit out of everybody in Trisley Justice. Uh, like just because you played it before. So I think what's so. a typical winning I, score? Okay, so here's what I've played the game three times before this current time. Okay, Joe, a couple turns into the game was like, "What have you scored?" And I was like. I was like, it doesn't, I was like, why don't you just try to score the most? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I said, I'm like, Devin and I have scored somewhere in like 70 to 80-ish. Something like <clears throat> okay. that, I think. Yeah. And I, I went back on like an Instagram picture from the first time we played, and that's kind of where we were. I don't remember what we do. I don't I don't have the exact points logged, which mm -hmm. this can be an argument for why. Do so the points should, scale with number of players? So should you score more points if you have more people Not playing? Not necessarily. So... In this game, you can react to other people's actions. So, like, if you took an action, I can react to it. So, I might have more opportunities to react to something that would help me more than like just two players. Like, you'd cry? Yeah, like, I just jump. Like, I have to do a jumping jack. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of reaction um, you can do. Yeah, so if if it was just Dev, when Devin and I display, I can only react to her die, which might not be the most... Beneficial to you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, maybe it, it would scale up. But I remember after my first couple plays... And this is what I do when I really like a game. I don't know if you guys do this, but I go on Board Game Geek and I like read forums or all rules the time. updates. It's like my all favorite thing the to time. do. Natalie does Afterward. not. Afterward. Afterward. Yeah, I do yep. that. I've done that going back to video games. I beat a video yeah. game and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to go watch. What do all the people reviews think about it? About it? What are, yep. did, I, did I mess a rule up? What are people saying? Um, so How is I went it? And, what's episode 117? How are we now just talking about this? Because I, I feel like we've probably both done this forever. This is probably part Natalie's of my nook. Probably? Probably. It's part of your like, nook. This Ooh, could, what's this that? Is, like, up I never felt like, that. This yeah. is kind of related. 
Oh. A little bit. Should we not really? Talk? Like no, we're going to talk about it. It's not like what it's about, but oh. like it's, it will be mentioned again. It's that I'm phenomenon sure. again. Right. That phenomenon's happening. And we don't, I never know what Natalie's nook is before I just Nobody come knows. inside. Yeah, really do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Worm in there. And oh God. so what the fuck was I saying? Okay. Yeah. So I went on red and after our first game, Devin and I even played a rule wrong, which helped us. And we were both like 70 or 80 points. And someone was talking about, oh, I, I'm scoring in the 150s, 140s, 180. I'm oh. like, holy fuck. What the hell did we do wrong? I'm like, we no cheated. Shit. Like we played the rule wrong to help us, and we only got half of oh. what these people are scoring. So I'm like, okay, this is there's got to be a cadence, there has to be a a timing element, something that I'm just not getting, or maybe right. it was four players, or they're cheating. so, or they're cheating. or they're, or they're cheating, all cheating. Right? <laughs> I'm looking at stuff <laughs> too, good. and I'm like, okay, let me figure this out. So I ended this game with like 160, one. Oh, so okay. I was like, so more like that. And Joe more. and Kevin were in the. 60s, 70s, Ooh, right? Oh. And Dave was at 100. And I, throughout Wait, the game- so you like tripled their score. I was like rolling. I was like, like I was whooping. Oh my God. Yeah, I, double, I doubled them up for sure. Wow. Um, the, Joe, they might have hit, the corner might be 70. But anyway, um, and I was watching Dave play and Dave was, it was clicking for Dave. And I was like, this is great. And Dave's rolling and I kind of, I knew he was there. And then I was, I had for some reason I figured the timing out of the game and just like how to sustain. You saw the matrix. How to sustain that drive the entire game? Because sometimes in those really heavy games, you like burn out quick and you're like, I don't know what else. What to now do. What do I do? And I seem which is what Dave it. said happened to him. Yeah, Dave was like, if the game would have ended after two rounds, he would have won by just as many as I won. <laughs> and so that play, something clicked. So you felt that you're like, oh, I'm doing really good. I I'm did. Score I a lot felt more. it. I didn't like snake in the grass i wasn't slow playing i i knew that i was my engine was humming like i knew that i was Damn, cruising you were turned but i was also hoping in my brain i sit there and i'm like god if i win by a, like so many are they gonna fuck they're gonna be pissed as fuck yeah did i like, ruin it for me like i'd rather like, let me just, can I just win by one let me miscount and i'll just but then i'm like no that's not how you like I'm playing the game. Also, that's another nook topic is winner's guilt. Yeah. That's a I'm nook playing topic. I'm playing the game for me, and I'm playing the game. You know, they know I've played the game three times before. Yeah, I'm going to I beat have you. an advantage in heavier games when I've you're played gonna it. You're going to lose. Yeah. That's how you started the game. Just look, yeah. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to fucking lose by a lot. But sometimes that ha it happens in reverse for me, which can be another nook topic, is when you explain the game and you're trying to run this really fucking as much heavy game. It. I'm not thinking about my own yes. turn. Um, nook topic. But anyway, right that was a cool moment. I'm really glad I got to play it. Uh, it's been sitting on measles shelf of shame for a really long time. And the two of you together have been trying to play it for yes, a long time. So, so that was a really cool moment. I'm glad we played that. We played planet unknown a couple times. Uh, I got to play planet unknown with John Kalinsky, who is, he's like, you need, we need to play this and it needs to be terrible because I don't want to back it. Oh, he's never played it. He's never played it. Oh shit. And so throughout the game we were playing, I was like, you suck and this game hates you. This game fucking yeah, sucks, you bro. Su you suck at it and this game's dumb. So don't back it. <laughs> and every time and you back it, homie backed a penguin it. gets fucking yeah, clubbed he, he to death. It. He well, how could it. you not? It's great. I know. <laughs> Even though a penguin would get clubbed to death every time you back it? <gasps> yeah. Penguin. Or a dolphin or would a get dolphin. punched? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently from the post, I'm fine with that. We played a game soon that we'll talk about in a minute. And we, Ryan and I finally got to play Chinatown again after years. Five years! That was fun. That was so It was a great. really fun. I came in dead fucking last. I had a blast still. Yeah. It was still so much fun. Ryan pulled out Chinatown. He was like, all right, we're going to play Chinatown. And I was like, I got to go let the dogs out. Bye. Yeah, bye. And she just left. <laughs> Boom. Bye. Oh, she it was great. Well, I didn't know anyone was even going to play. Dave sat down to me. And I'm like, oh, you're going to play. He's like, hell yeah, I'm in. And then Jeff came over. He's like, hell yeah, I'm in. And Kevin was kind of like sheepishly standing over by the other table looking at this like, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask mm -hmm. me. Don't. I was like, Kevin, you want to play? And he's like, fuck. Okay. Um, well, 
if you need one more, yes, we do. Come over here. And then he yes. probably he probably and he stomped us. us into yeah. the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not so much you, but yeah, he, you're right. He yeah. <laughs> so then uh, I got to play Red Cathedral with the expansion. Hear more about. We played a game of Splito as soon as you guys showed up. Very cool. I uh, got to play Lost Ruins of Arnak with Devin and Dave and Patty Party, and we played Night of the Ninja. It was like a double yeah. date. Yeah, it was, well, no, like the other Dave, Dave Madigan. Oh. <laughs> so, Dave yes, Madigan but weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Night of the Ninja, played a couple strike games. Yeah. Overall, it was like nothing really brand new to me, which is okay. totally fine. Well, I'm still going to ask um, you the same question, but keep going. Yeah, that's kind of it. Is it game of the... Yes, it is. Game yeah, of the weekend. The fun Man, just, I think the... Because did you still have as good of a time as normal? Yeah. Yeah, I like... Sometimes I like in our smaller nerd fests playing games that I already kind of know. We could just jump in and play these longer mm -hmm. games that we don't normally play. Yeah. And because we play new games on Monday a lot. Sure. So this is one where you go, all right, we know it, sit down, let's play. Right. And then you can get more in. And then we get more in or longer games. So right. I'm usually okay with all that kind of stuff. So you're going to ask me game of, game of the, the... Yeah, game of the weekend. I think... God, that Trish Magistus whooping is not a... How can you not, not say a that? hard thing. I was to, like, you gotta, to I'm sure that's what It's hard to say. overlook that one. So I'm going to go with that. Moment of the weekend for you. Ooh, Jeez. moment. Let me think about moment. You want to well, talk about get prepared. That? Yeah, you want you want to talk a little bit. I'll think about. All right. Moment. So, um, mini nerd fest for us. It is so great to have like a mini nerd fest that I don't have to. I, I can just show up and play. Yes. I'm like ah, oh, yeah. now I don't have to, and that's going to happen for regular nerd fest in January yeah. too. Dave is going to take over hosting duties for that, yeah. and he's he's. I'm going to do a little bit of the stuff too. I'm okay. going to try to do shirts and designs and stuff for it's that kind so of stuff. Awesome. So, yeah, so, so I'm like so happy to just like, yeah, I get to show up and play. And so that happened and it was awesome. We had Sam, Miss French Toast stay with us. And so we all yes. kind of caravan over there together. And it was really cool to just kind of come over there. It was really, you know, intimate and chill. And then we just play whatever we want most of the time. And every nerd fest that's ever happened, I walk away from it and I'm like, I didn't play half of what I wanted to. I got stuck playing shit. I didn't want to. That's just the way the nature of it goes, right? Yeah. That didn't happen this, this year. Every single game I was a part of and played, I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because it was so small. Yeah. There was never that, that was my favorite part like, yeah. is like, you know, a lot of times when we have nerd fest, it's like, there's a lot of people, the basement's crowded, but like this one for the most part. There was like just just enough people where like there was like two games going on at once. Yeah, you know, one at one table, one at the other table, mm -hmm. and that just felt like the perfect amount. And then sometimes you know, players would switch around, and then two different change you know, Two more games are yep. being played, and right. it was just it was a uh, it was like a very pleasant, easygoing weekend. Yeah, we ne we didn't use the other half of the basement. For, you know, which, right. which, and I yeah, like that. I like that. Going. It was cool. Even occasionally we could all, you probably just said this and I missed it, but even occasionally we could all play together. All of right. us. Play Night of the Ninja. We mm -hmm. play Green Team Wins. Yeah. Right. You know, we're we just able, in. we're able to do that. And then it's like, okay, let's play a game all together really quickly. And then, all right, let's break up and, and go into different groups. Yeah. And I feel like I played games with every single person that was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think, I, I, think too. I literally played a game with everybody. Maybe I didn't play with Patty. Yeah. Oh. Other than like green team wins. No, okay, there you yeah. go. I'm counting but it yeah. then. We I guess played John, a game with everybody. But he wasn't there that no, I played Gap with John. Oh, that's right. I yeah, you did too. Okay, yeah. right. We did so we did get to play with everybody. And that was really cool. I liked that a lot. Um, the game of the weekend for me, uh, I don't want to spoil what I'm about to talk about in a minute. So I'll <laughs> yeah. talk about that in a minute. Yes. Um, but I was also excited to well, could play Chinatown. No, because then everyone will know what I think about it. Crap, now it's, it's already spoiled. Damn it. All right, it's Marrakesh. Gosh, gosh damn it. Yeah, they see it on the I know, fine, fuck, it's Marrakesh. Gosh, Marrakesh is so fucking good. <laughs> that game was so amazing. All right, um, that's my game. My moment, I think, of the weekend was playing Chinatown with you guys and seeing Kevin 
and really you, Jeff, because you were, it was pretty much we all knew the two of you were kind of vying the for it. Horse race, but I think, that moment was cool end. because me, Dave, and me, Dave, and me and the Daves, yeah, <laughs> we were still having fun. It was still like, okay, let's get as much stuff as we can, and then we'll all vie for third place. Well, I knew <laughs> I, I knew I was behind, um, but it was really it was really cool to kind of see Kevin who. <laughs> I feel like he got stuck playing a lot of games this weekend that he was like typically doesn't enjoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like the he styles of games. Yeah. Like he's not good at, he doesn't like games the that time. are like a real time. Game. Yeah. I played a, yeah. He's right. like, oh, I keep playing these. And then he's like, oh, crap. And then now he played I'm playing negotiation. a memory game. But what he said <laughs> yeah. about it after we played Chinatown, he was like, I was like, so what did you think about that? You don't typically like negotiation. He was like, what was cool about this game is it was really easy for me to see the value of things. Natalie, you'd still hate it. Don't let that. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah okay, you'd still hate it. Yeah. But um, he's like, it was really That's easy for me to see like the value it. of like, okay, I have this five tile city yeah. or shit is worth that could this, turn into exactly. a six. Like, I know what this is worth. I'm really bad at seeing the value. And I think I probably gave stuff away too cheaply. And that's probably why I didn't do well. But it's still just fun for me to be like, I'm going to give you this. But if this, 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 and this happened, you have to... If it came out, you would have been a lot. And at the very, very end, all of those deals I made with you, with Kevin, yeah. and with Dave McCown all hit. But it's One, too, a late. Yeah, too late. Yeah, a couple rounds too late. But it was still cool when that happened. So I think my moment of, of the fest was watching you and Kevin and not knowing who was going to win Chinatown. Yeah, that's Play Chinatown. Fun. So it was cool. cool. I had a great time. Natalie, what was your game of the weekend? Um, I'd say my game was also Marrakesh. <sighs> it was... <laughs> what? Later. That later. Okay, what more about your on. moment of the weekend? Um I don't know. I guess I'd say we also played um Witchstone, which would be my yeah. third time playing it, and every time I played it, I played it with Sam, which is kind of funny. That is funny. But um You played it three times all with Sam? Yeah. That is funny. The first time <laughs> I played it with her here at our house, and then Before I played it with Joe's. her again at Nerdfest. With oh. Ben and M, and then we played it again. Oh, at that's this funny. Third fest. But anyways, um, it just cemented how much I like that game. Like Good. every I play it, and I'm like, man, this is just so. And you're like, fun. man, why did how this. did how did Stefan Feld not design this game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels. It's totally funny. We're, like we it. played with Mick Dave Mick. Yeah, and he made a comment. He was like, "This feel, this actually feels really Kinesia to me. How the middle of the board is. He, he's like, they, you know, Kinesia likes to do that area kind of." majority kind of thing like you know if you think of blue lagoon sure, or the through the desert yeah. where you're like getting get occupying territories and stuff like that so i was like oh that's an interesting way to look at it because most people say this yeah, is a fell this is yeah. a fell design yeah. but it was cool that he didn't know that and then looked at it and saw it and was kind of like i see i do see designer cool. yeah that is cool. in this one all right jeff we're back to you so what was your so moment you think i'll go i'll give sam a little shout out so i didn't i wasn't 100 percent sure sam was going until like Two days before. Yeah. When until two texted. days after. Yeah. Until yeah, she left. there? Yeah. <laughs> um, and she just, she like texted me and she said, what can I bring to this thing over the weekend? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, just show up. Not even So that clothes. was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> not even you. You better yeah. not bring anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't show up. It's canceled. Um, so it was cool that she, like, that she was able to just drive two plus hours and just show up for a weekend. It's and, funny because when she used to live in, in the UP... You th like it, to us, we're like, man, two hours. That's fucking far. Yeah. But I bet to her, she's like, that's Compared not a big deal that, anymore. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. And then we also, you know, I, you know, everybody that was in the basement, I get to play games with a lot. And I, Sam and I, got to play the Red Cathedral together. Which again, we played at Nerdfest, so maybe I just play Red Cathedral with Sam. Yeah, all the time. Right, yeah. And so that was cool that we got to play a game before she then drove two and a half hours back home. Back home. <laughs> um, so we'll give Sam a shout out. Sam showing up. 
was your moment of yeah. the yeah, fest. That oh, was, that's yeah, really cool. Awesome. That was really, really cool. Because, yeah. yeah, she was probably the only one. I mean, not saying that she's not part of the group because she is part of the group, but yeah. the satellite group, right? you know, yeah. that she got to come well, cool to, which is really like, cool. Um, she had a game group up in the UP, and then since she moved here, you know, Kalamazoo a year ago, um, she hasn't really found a group to play games with. And so it was cool that she got to like have a weekend of games. Hopefully she it's like us. got that like us. itch scratch. It was funny because she like left and she's like, let me know when you're on the west side of the state or let me know the next time you're doing this. I'm like, well, you know, uh, January and then April. And then Joe was like, oh, I do my 24 hour things in November. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Just put show all of those on your calendar right. whenever you want. And we're <laughs> yeah. probably playing games. We're playing games yeah. somewhere. There's some sort of, of fest game going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we move forward? No. Oh, banter wise? Mm hmm. Still no. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> still. That seemed deliberate. No. That seemed like. No. Like, I'm just kidding. I'm just still kidding. Like, no. move the fuck on. Still Jeff, no, have you no, been no. playing anything? Yes. I'd want to drop a little shout out to Lauren Andy's. We went with Lauren Andy. There's only one of them. Oh, Is wow. that an ice cream shop? Lauren yeah. Andy's? Yeah, Lauren, Lauren and Andy's. And Andy's. Okay. We went over there at their place for <laughs> oh, the 4th yeah, of July. Oh, yeah, that's right. And oh, shit. I'm supposed to be funny this episode. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Let's go back. Okay. Restart. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, why did... Um, Welcome, bitches, to the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good enough? Oh, what's up, bitches? Okay, maybe that's yeah. good enough. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, Just you, the fact that you said She likes bitches. when I swear. Yeah. <laughs> she called, you called us bitches, Fuck. so she already had her laugh. She did. Well, I almost started it with the word sluts. Oh. And then I decided... I was like, I need to be a lot more family friendly. There you go. Yeah, it really worked so itself bitches out. Came out. <laughs> Earlier today, he was like, I sat down to script and I was like, all I got out was, what's up, sluts? And then he's yeah. like, and then I had to take care of something for work. Yeah. I was like, I got, <laughs> got one line. You got <laughs> one line so far. So we go, we go over there. I think this is our fourth or fifth year going, maybe even sixth. We've done, they keep moving around the, the country. And because Andy's job moves him around, he works for a car company and he keeps moving and We've done like New Year's over there where we go to like, we've done like a hotel and then had like a New Year's party kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but now we've done 4th of July. It's easier for summer and the kids. So we go over there and I have to listen to fucking fireworks on the 4th of July. Oh, no. Pissed me off. And then, of course, I'm like, the fucking fireworks. Yeah, like I'm going to blame them on the morning. fucking fireworks. But they just keep going. And my daughter, Millie, like couldn't sleep on the 4th of July and like literally stayed up from midnight until 5 a.m. Oh, I just no. oh. hung out with her in the middle of the fire. Like, not even home. Yeah, so that was a nightmare. Anyway, but we got to play a couple. Um, we played a couple games of Nana, 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 which is just Nana, so Nana. fucking good. It's great. And then everybody felt stupid. We played that's not a hat. Um, <laughs> and then we also played a game which I've talked about in the past. I don't remember how many episodes ago. It's called Unsolved Case Files. Okay, I talked about it. it I've is, heard of this. It's yeah. at it's at Target. Okay, you can go to Target and they have one, two, or three different oh, like, do we versions have one of, of these? that. Like, you Je might have one. I might have given one? no. We have Joe. Hunt the Killer. Okay. Oh, I saw Case Files. Probably give that the one that looks like a Manila envelope. It's just a Manila envelope. Yeah, Joe and gave it's us full one. of yeah, stuff. We haven't done it, but we have. So one. there is, there, there is some direction, but it doesn't have this like progression of like here are two cards, solve the puzzle, then flip over the next card. You have a Manila envelope of a bunch of stuff. Like you're a real detective, and, and you have I to, like, love that about it. Yeah. So, and but it tells you like goal number one is to find this. Figure out what happened. So you like that you then, get all this stuff up front. Yeah. At yeah. first I was like, oh and there's man, no, that's like, kind of tough. there's no certain direction to go. You just got to like You just kind of start out. piecing things together and it seems, the experience is cool. Okay. You know, I, I've talked about unlocks and exits and even though 50 clues from it, like those things endlessly. This has a much different feel than all of those games and I really appreciate it. We played the one Avery and Zoe Gardner. So they each have like unsolved case files and then it's like a person's name. Or yeah, the, yeah, the, okay. The, the thing itself. This one is the best one that I have played. 
So if that game sounds interesting or you look into this kind of stuff or you're looking for some game night, murder mystery night where you just buy something and there's no rules and you just kind of open it up. Those and are go, my favorite kinds of nights. Buy, yeah. <laughs> buy that one. Okay. The Avery other ones are still like Ebony and Avery. Are girls getting killed, but this one is Avery and Zoe. <laughs> That's stupid. That's kind of what they are. And um, but look for that one. They're okay. like these two twins. Something yeah. happens to them. You'll figure it out. Mm. But that was the best one. What happens no. to the twins? Series. Well, maybe. No, he didn't tell well, us. We don't uh, know. Uh, right in the beginning, one one's dead. They died. Oh. Yeah. All right. The necrophilia files. Yeah. Ugh. Natalie, gross. Jeez, why would you think? But that I thought this one was brain? cool because there was like there's a whole bunch of business cards in there. And the business cards had phone numbers and websites, which you have to like use. Okay. Which is kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Kind of like detective. So we spent basically, I think, even, yeah. You are a detective. No, there's a game called Detective. I know. (laughs) Of course it's like detective and you're solving a case. Yeah, but I meant like it feels like detective. It feels like a detective. (laughs) Like a detective. Like a detective. I'm a detective. Uh, The the detective. Are you a detective? And so we spent basically, I don't know what day it was, but we just had it out on the table and we would walk by and like look at stuff or like we'd yell or text about what we saw in our yeah as we're like playing with the kids or whatever so it's oh, kind of okay. a cool it was a cool experience I picture you just literally you have to walk by you can't stop yeah you, you just, just walk going, by going, i think i saw some newspaper oh, oh, oh. what is it does that say your name on the back of the <laughs> you're drinking your coffee while you're like reading yeah. this like <laughs> case yeah. file about these dead twins <laughs> okay Ew, don't say we gotta talk mm. about this game now i'm gonna go back to episode 116 oh shit there was an edit how do you remember that far in 116 last episode maybe oh, you can yeah. find it okay it happened during the you game of Ryan's the episode. A master. now during the game of the episode if you don't remember this the game of the last episode was see how a many see how many games jeff doesn't fucking remember ever but <laughs> that was so it was funny name five games for each of the letters as we were going bam bam bam, bam yeah okay we get to this letter e <laughs> I say Everdell. Yep. And then Natalie says something, and then I say something, and I'm like, just maybe name some Everdell expansions. Well, it and was then, on the table. It was partially my fault, but and keep going. And then Natalie is like, uh, and Ryan trying to help points to a box. Yep. And then Natalie says the word Everdell Farshore. Uh, and immediately we're and like, we're oh, like, no, oh, you're not allowed fuck. to say that. No. And why that's shocking is because we weren't allowed to say the name of that game for another five days, so we had right. to cut that it was out like of the episode. Yeah, it <laughs> right. was a it was under embargo for the next few more days, and we weren't even allowed to say it. That word sounds so official. I like um, when I say yeah. embargo. I feel very an, important when I say embargo. It. It's, it's embargo. It's so embargo. I couldn't say it was under embargo. So that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. So we had to like stop, and stop then we like the went back. Oh yeah. Going. So if you listen to the last episode, we actually say like. Natalie was like, oh, that was seemed like a long five minutes. And then Ryan was like, well, we had to stop for we some had reason. A thing. That's why we had yeah. to stop yeah. because there was a lot but of verbal abuse we had to levy towards Natalie. Because Ryan's like a master editor. No, he just lucked out. Well, he went I, to school for it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, but I played it back and she was like, where did it even happen? I'm like, right there. Right there. And then she sucked my dick. Okay. Sorry. So we all, know, we all know Everdell. So Ryan and Natalie Dude. and I got a message, actually separately. Separately, yeah. Inviting us to the ever expanding world of Everdell. Okay. I like that. The ever-expanding world like of that. Everdell. Basically telling us that there is a new Everdell game in the Everdell universe, and do you want to try it? Yep. And fuck yeah, we want to we try do. it. We do. Send that to us, please. Yep. <laughs> Usually if you're like, hey, we're an established company, and we have a game coming out, and you're like, do you want to play it? My answer is going to be, yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so. But this one had a little bit of extra... Uh, embargo to yeah, because it was, <laughs> yeah, it was like, a special well, all letter. they said was like they were just like it's a new game in the Everdell universe and we yes. were like oh yes yep. give it all to and me and it seemed like this was like this is what they're doing now right they they have 
declared that Everdell OG, OG. Everdell proper, Everdell um, whatever, mm-hmm. is is done. Oh, right? really? Yep. So they did the collector's edition. They did this fucking house that you can put it all in, this giant box. Seen right? Notice. We gave they're one done. away at NerdFest. Done is in. Yeah. There's no more stuff they're going to do for right. it, or they're done printing it. No, they're, they're, there's no more expansions for okay. regular Everdell. So they you will have continue complete, to print it if people keep buying it. Right. Yeah. You have the complete collection of Everdell. There might be like a promo card here or there, right. whatever. But they're done printing expansions. That is now like there's a, a done. So it seemed like that message to us was, all right, now that this is done, we are going to continue this cute world. And we're going to make yeah, the a next new game, one. the next oh, Everdell so game. so happy about that. So that was really, and it was also, like Ryan said, embargo, embargo, so embargo. It was cool to know stuff. What this All was. they told us was what I just said. They were just like, we're, we're going to be, we're working on a new game in the Everdell universe. Are you interested in, in checking okay, it out? Okay, so when you open the box, that's the first like you ever knew a yeah. thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, There's no pictures. Yep. There was no BGG that's entry. Right. There, there wasn't was a BGG entry until the, that, six, the day the that sixth. it like blew up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So... Let's talk about this game. Okay. So again, this is called Everdell Farshore. One, like two words. There's no colon or anything. It's just Everdell Farshore. Set in the world of Everdell and actually plays really similarly. You don't say. Let's talk about it. So in this worker placement, engine building, hand management game. Nice. If you have played Everdell before, this is not going to be a surprise. This is not like, just hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Players lead a group of critters working to build their prosperous city and explore enchanting oceans. You know, it's funny. That kind of sounds like Everdell. It kind of. Well, I said the word oceans. Oh, right. That's the kind of. Instead of forests. Okay. Yeah. So I said oceans. Okay. Good point. All right. Land versus sea. On their turn, like in Everdell, players choose either play a card or place a worker. Placing workers get you cool resources, which are like squishy things or uh, other squishy things or cool little, uh, those little gem things are kind of cool. Those like, are really cool. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I like those. Um, so you place the workers to get the resources in order to play the cards that are in your hand or in the bay, which in Everdell is called the meadow. Down by the meadow. I think it's called meadow. I think so. Too. Let's go with it. Um, these cards are critter cards. They're construction cards, and they essentially build your engine, give you points throughout the game, give you bonuses, all this kind of stuff. Um, as players run out of things to do, they pass just like an Everdell, which basically moves the game into different phases. You can be in different phases. You can be done with the game when someone else is done. Play continues until everyone finishes their fourth season because there are four seasons. Oh, like in real life. Like in real, like in the real life. Well, oh, most no. of the, some, some of the some world, of the world, only, world has like only has one. Too, but <laughs> even though they, if you just live in a really, really tropical place, you still call it winter. Right? Yeah. You still experience winter. It's just, it's not, just yeah, it's you don't not experience cold. Snow. It's just cooler than norm, than normal. Yeah. Which for them is winter. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Everdell Farshore. This is again, Everdell Farshore. It is extremely hard to not talk about Everdell when you're talking about Farshore. It's almost impossible because in the name of the you game. Have, you can't not say it. So I'm going to say, <laughs> when I'm differentiating these two, I'm going to call Everdell Farshore, Farshore. And then call the other one Regular Dell. And I'm going to call it, yeah, I'm going to call the other one Everdell. <laughs> um, it, they're almost indistinguishable from each other. If you know the rules to Everdell, I would be able to teach you Everdell Farshore in three minutes. Yep, if that. If you came in, so if it was just Dave and I playing, so I've played it now twice. I played it with Devin, and then the four of us played it with, yep. with Dave. And I, if it was just Dave and I, I could have we could have gotten in three minutes. The, you guys needed a little refresher, and that was cool. But even right. even yeah. then, as soon as I started teaching it, oh yeah, we, we knew were what like, to do. okay, you yeah. know, I know what to do. I know this game. So instead of let's, uh, we're gonna 
delve into some other things. I want to talk about the biggest changes, okay? This is what I think people want to hear more than some other stuff. So the biggest changes to this game and what I think are actually its its highlights. Um, there is that meadow or bay. There's this public cards that you can grab or build or whatever. Um, there is a rule now in this game that if the same card comes up, they get stacked on top of each other to not take up as much room in the bay and just give more choices on cards. That is also something that I have read that people are just adding into regular Everdell. Like it's it's a very easy, I'll call variant. it house, yeah, rule house or variant. Yeah, you're right. And people are doing that. That's a great thing. <clears throat> the more cards you see in this game, the better. That's always in these engine building hand management game. You want to see as many cards as possible because it the more you see, the better your engine can be. Number two is that players move up this boat track when you play cards that match a season's goal, which is a new thing. So, for example, in the first season, if you play a critter and or a purple symbol, you move up your boat on this boat track, which is just around the board. And every time you move up, you're going to get points at the end of the game for moving up. And there's also a way to get wild resources, which helps a ton when you are struggling to get the mushroom that you need or the seaweed that you need. Getting that boat up there gets you a wild resource. And if you're crafty enough to not use those resources, there were two points at the end of the game, which is cool. Yeah. I liked that a lot. That was actually my favorite improvement from Everdell to Farshore was oh. that boat track and the the thought process of I don't want to play this card right now because it doesn't match either of the goals. That made me think underwater cities. Than, Did that give you an underwater cities vibe? I don't know, maybe. Because no. like you're playing, you're like, I want to play this card, but I, don't, or I want to take that maybe action, action, but I don't well, have the card yeah. for it yet. Yeah. Maybe I wait. Yeah, it's if you if you just wait a little bit, like, oh, Ryan's about to pass, so we're gonna change over. So maybe the next thing will we'll be, match one of these. We'll match two. what I'm doing, or I'm I'm gonna play this card, which is a little suboptimal, but then it bumps me up on this track. It was one extra layer of thought that I enjoyed while playing that. Um, the third difference is there is no direct combination, like free card that you can get anymore. So for example, in Everdell, if you played Everdell, if you play the farm, you can play the farmer for free. Or if you play the post office, you can play the pigeon for free. And it says, all right, you either need to pay this or have this in your city to automatically build it. That is gone in this. There is no free combinations of cards. Every player starts with three anchors that allow you to build a critter card for free if you have a construction of a matching color. That is also, in my opinion, a huge improvement and lessens the randomness of the game. You can luck into something flipping over that seems to help you the best, but to sit and play Everdell and watch someone continue to get the combinations over and over and over and over again and you not get them blows. And it's awesome when you get them. Mm-hmm. Like when you get those combos going and, and you know, pizza and cheese. And yeah, when it's happening to you, it's, it's Natalie's like, wow. favorite snack and you're just fucking rolling. It, <laughs> combos. That feels, <laughs> it's combos. That feels good in the moment. But this lowers that randomness. Everybody can do it three times and that's it. Plus those are such a cool component. Yeah. And like anchors metal. are like metal and you just want to like, you just want to touch you them on your finger. You want to jingle them. Me and Dave were making them into me the- too. Uh, me and monkeys Dave and Natalie barrel. were making them into monkeys in a barrel. I was. I said it first. Sorry. Barrel of monkeys, not monkeys in a barrel. Barrel of monkeys. Sassy from Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> the last biggest change, in my opinion, were uh, the goals for the game have have changed a little bit. There's no like monuments to build or whatever they're called. Um, there's just kind of this in-game goals, and they're all the same every game, um, and they don't 
correlate to specific cards, which in Everdell it does, and have been changed in expansions. So, uh, last couple sentences, and then I'll let you guys talk. There's definitely a lot that I like from Farshore, even if it does feel extremely similar to Everdell. Um, the changes from Everdell, Farshore... Wait, let me go back. The changes from Everdell to Farshore, um, I think, improve base version. All right? <laughs> production is... I think the production is incredible. There is zero surprise in the production out of Starling, yeah. and the artwork is... It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's not Andrew Bosley, but it's feels still like it. fucking it beautiful. It similar. And I, you wouldn't even like... I almost feel like, because she worked on... What's her... We don't have her name. We need, we need her name. Um, she worked on My Little Everdell with Andrew Bosley. They were both okay. on that game, and it was almost like, okay, here's the training game to learn my style, mm-hmm. and then and she did his it, style yeah. on Farshore, and it's just as beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, she it's did a beautiful. great job. Um, and then Devin and I got through it very quickly. The two of us played in about 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, the four of us played in just over an hour, um, about an hour and 15 or so. The four Jacquee Davis is her name. Okay, Jacquee mm. Davis. Has she done anything else? Uh, that's a great... Viticulture Essential Edition, Euphoria, Stockpile, Coliseum, nine, and 97 others. Oh, <laughs> oh so, wow. so a couple Not things. really. So she's couple not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's so done great. a ton. So my ending thing is the question, and I don't have an answer to it. I kind of do. I have an opinion to it. Is this game necessary? I don't know. What do you guys think? Go ahead. I do want to talk about that. Did you want to yeah. go first? Do you have thoughts you want to go first? or Counterclockwise. Uh, sure. Ooh. I mean, I... It's been a few years since I played this game. For, since I played Everdell. And so I didn't really remember a ton about the gameplay. So I feel like I can't really it's speak good. on the comparison. That's okay. Maybe that's a great thing to then talk about. Just... I mean, I don't know. All I can really say is that... The art is beautiful. The components um, are just as awesome. You know, they're cute and fun and, like, quality. And I liked the theme of this one, but I also like the theme of the other one. Um, but for you me, like... Waters the, or forest? <laughs> right. Right. The I don't know. I thought the game was enjoyable, but I'm not, like... I wasn't, like, super excited about it. Like, I, like, had a fun time, and I was like, cool, that was fun. And then, like, moved on. You know, I wasn't, like, you know... You weren't wild, I can't wait but to you get weren't back. angered. I can't wait to play yeah. this again. And even if I played it again, I'd, I'd enjoy it. I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. I'd, okay. I'd like to play it again. But I don't know. It didn't really like stand out. But I feel like that's what we thought about the other Everdell too. So I feel like my thought, my feelings are the same about it. Um, but again, I can't remember the other one enough to compare the differences. Um, that's really all I got. Let me okay. interrupt you. Who got you a Stanley mug? Is this new? You can't? <gasps> she can't. Well, it, it's embargo. It, it was, is. It's it embargo. I forgot all, all she I'll say can't. is it was free. Hey, we're back. And so, we're back. all right, there's something. I know everything. Now I know. I know. <laughs> Don't you guys wish you knew? <laughs> so there was something that I, I, before I talk about my thoughts on Farshore, we, you and me were just talking and kind of like riffing off each other, Jeff, a few minutes ago, and it made me think of this, this, Australian podcast I listen to called okay. We Got the Chocolates. Have you heard of them? No. What? It's called, they're called We Got the Chocolates. You listen to a podcast called We Got the Chocolates and I've never heard of this? It's on, I watch it on YouTube. Like while I'm working, I leave it, I, I put it on. It's great. Uh-huh. You've, you've definitely seen them. They do dad jokes. You've probably seen them okay. on, on reels oh, or shorts. Oh, like the doing ones that like you try not to laugh? Yeah. Oh, right. oh, I just, side note. This is my story. You're going to be upset with me. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you had a story that you were going to tell us in the banter, and you didn't. I did about Garth Brooks. 
Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, I'll tell that in a minute. But, okay. but re- one at a time. All right, so um, <laughs> you're right. Um, so, okay, so there's. I was watching this episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast, and it's really entertaining. You, I think you'd like it, Jeff. And there was they were playing a game, and the game they were playing had, like, sub-games in it. And one of the sub-games they played was Rock, Paper, Scissors. Okay. But in Australia, they don't call it Rock, Paper, Scissors. What do they call it? They call it paper, scissors, rock. Shut up. It's mm. the same word. Yeah. yeah. Just and listen, order. So we go rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Right? Yeah. They go paper, scissors, rock. Paper, scissors, rock. That's how they do it. Uh, okay. Is that fucking rock, weird? Paper, Why would that yeah. be different? Paper, scissors, Why is there like a cultural difference between Australians yeah. and Americans? How we do rock, paper, scissors. Maybe it's because the water spins differently in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they go counterclockwise. Yeah. You go clockwise, whatever it is. Um, so, Everdell. <laughs> yeah. Random. Sure. Okay, so something made me think of that earlier that me and Jeff were talking about. I don't fucking remember because I'm a stupid idiot who doesn't remember anything he says five <laughs> seconds after he says it. Some people will come <laughs> nice. to me and be like, remember that thing you said that was funny? And I'm like, no. I know. It, it goes people on in my brain People comment on the podcast the day after we rec- like record and like release it. And like the next day, someone in the Discord will be like, like they'll reference something, but won't say like what it was. And Ryan's like, what are they talking about? And then we immediately about? go to our chat and go, do you, do you yeah, know what do you that, know that, that is? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you don't remember you this. said this about this dolphin? And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, it was the, the one, t- the time I can remember, it's happened a shit ton. The time that I can remember the most is somebody, um, somebody <laughs> was like, arm, arm, arm. And I was like, what the, what are you doing? Oh yeah. But that was every time we said seal, yeah. we were like, arm, yeah. arm, arm. Yeah. And I completely forgot. <laughs> so I kind of missed Everdell. We got rid of it so long ago now that I've kind of been feeling like, did I act too rashly? Yeah. We only played it a few times, and the first time we really, really enjoyed it. And the just second the base, time, right? You had just the base. Game. Just well, I had um, I had a bunch of expansions. We played oh, Pearl Brook, okay. so maybe we played it three times. Anyway, um, I think we only played it twice. The first time we really <laughs> enjoyed it. The second time we were very disillusioned by it. But I always underwhelmed disillusioned but i always we were very disillusioned by it but Natalie i always says and ryan agrees we were underwhelmed, we were underwhelmed. <laughs> but i always wonder why i was disillusioned by it and how much my mood affected things like that and as it did have really great play the first time like we right. loved it the first time and so i was always kind of wondering so when this came in the mail, I was really excited to give it a try and give it a try. Did I, I really enjoyed the same things with this that oh I enjoy God. with regular Dell. I like the regular components. Del. I like the artwork. Dude, you're getting an Everdell. The, I, the, ge- <laughs> <laughs> the general idea of tableau building. Did I say that right? Tableau building. Okay. That sounds yeah. weird. The quick turn building tableau building. <laughs> yeah. It has a lot to like on paper, a cardboard. But what I found, though, I found what I found was mostly the same feelings I had during the last play of regular Dell. It was fine, but not really fun. I won't say it's not fun. I just will say I wasn't having it. I didn't really find (laughs) any particular turn that exciting or difficult. And it felt like the cards are mostly the same and weren't that exciting or interesting. Personally, not a problem with the game, just a problem with me enjoying it. I also didn't really like the Brotes that you used to go along the track. They were much too large, I thought, and could easily get confused with where they were supposed to be on the track. Oh, the actual boat. The, bro- the actual the, boat. Not the, the mechanic. Of the mechanic of the track, I agree with you, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- I loved, well, particularly, I loved those tokens that you could use as anything because you really need the them. Right. Not the anchors. Oh, like the, the, the wild. Yeah. The, the wild, wild, the wild yeah. resources. I loved, because I loved that they were like, 
half the token was like two points. And yeah, you were yeah. like, fuck. You're always, I, like, always there was a part yeah. at the game. I had, I had 10 of them in front of me because mm-hmm. I had a couple cards that gave me three of them when I activated them. And so I had like 10 of them and I'm like, oh my God, that's 20 points. I got 20 points right here. But I don't have any resources, uh, yeah. and so <laughs> yeah. my next turn, I'm like, I can't do nothing. So you're spending. So I have to spend. To oh, points. I spent so many of those fucking things. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the boats are. Let's go back too to big. the boats. The boats were much too large and could easily get confused uh, with where they were supposed to be. They were too big to put on the track itself, so you had to put them. You had to like point them at the number off the board like an arrow, and that felt a little clunky. And it was just a little bit of an irritation. The lighthouse cardboard thing that replaces the ever tree is I think even less necessary than the ever tree It's less necessary. You still don't want to be sitting behind it and it just only divides the cards. Yeah. It just, the card it's just a card divide. Yeah. It's, it's, you yeah. could put something on it. I think, um, but Devin and I, with the two of us, cause you have to put four, three or four, three, three meeples. You can't fit. If you're playing a four player game, you yeah, can't, you can't fit, fucking fit them. It's tiny. Devin and I barely fit the three that we needed on there. And I just put them up there as like a, so yeah, I thought that was superfluous and only for aesthetics, which is kind of similar to the Evertree. You're not so like Jeff said, you're gonna find all the stuff you found in Everdell mm-hmm. in here. Um and overall I thought the game was fine. It was good, not great for me, which is also how I'd personally describe Everdell. So it didn't do yeah. to Jeff and Natalie's point, it didn't do anything to put better it or worse. Top. Yeah. Well, okay, I guess I guess it did do a couple things better, maybe. The anchor mechanic. I don't remember from regular Everdell, but Joe said that that is in one of the expansions, that mechanism. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I told him about it, he was like, oh, yeah, that's in this expansion. Oh, okay. And then also, I think putting cards, like you said, over top of the other cards, that's also in regular thing, Everdell. So it sounds like the only real difference was the broats and the two season, the season tiles yeah. that you need to use the broats. But the interesting conversation I think we need to have is what Jeff said a second ago is where does this version fit? And maybe the question of why it exists in the first place. The game is Everdell. It's the same fucking game. It doesn't feel like a better version of Everdell to me. It doesn't feel like it fixed glaring issues. It changed some things for the better, which we've talked about. But if you don't have either game, I still don't know that I can recommend you getting this over Everdell because of the simple fact that Everdell is so highly expandable. This one isn't coming in at a lesser price point either, so that doesn't really work. And it's just a bit of a mystery to me why it exists. If you hate expansions and only ever play base games and you prefer water themes, maybe this is the version for you. Yeah, maybe that's the target audience. But they had a real chance to make a game in the Everdell universe that felt like Everdell, but was a different mechanical game. Make something different, a deck builder instead of a tableau builder, area majority game, or a game like Takedo, where you go on a path, take actions that you can go backward only in the Everdell universe. That would be cool. The potential was limitless, and instead of doing something like that, they just made a less expandable Everdell for the same cost that nobody asked for. Yeah, and I don't know, is is the plan, and I don't know this, I don't is the plan to make four or five expansions to this and also. Then are they going to also be similar to the but other where, expansions? Yeah, or... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, or is yeah. the plan to go, oh, well, our, our next expansion is going to deviate even further from Everdell, but it's like, I don't know if you did enough in this one to make me want to buy five of this game. Yeah. Or trust yeah. that, or trust that path. Well, maybe they're just it's banking weird. on... So, like, Everdell, I feel like, is so huge that people... I mean, besides just the game, they just love it they love the art and they've done so many like adjacent things like there's puzzles and all kinds of different like playing cards and all kinds of different things that aren't even part of the game that people that they're selling or when we go to gen con like there's all this extra stuff that you can just get because you like it and it's pretty and you know they've kind of done all that they can with the base or like the regular everdell 
And maybe they're like, well, I need to, you know, we want to keep going with this. Like people love this. And I think that there would honestly be like nothing wrong with having another game like this with like a re-theme and it's very similar if people were like into like collecting all the stuff and it was like $30. But like for it to be not doing anything different and what do you think it's like $70? Yeah, I think it's like 70, 75 bucks. That's kind of a lot. That's a big chunk of change to just like have just because if even if you don't need it. Yeah, and you said like a lot of good things with like if, you know, how many... There's listeners out there and people out there that have 20 ticket to rides. And yep. it's like all that right. is is a different map. Right. So like, oh, but it adds. Yeah, I, it's the same, right? It's the yeah, same thing. Same or shit. you you have 10 dominions or you have 10 ascensions and like, you but know. But the dominions are all like, you can usually add the cards into the right. other ones. Yeah, they're all slightly. Yeah, right. And, and you know, <clears throat> I have the pirate ascension. What the hell is that called? Yeah, those you can all and mix and match mostly, slightly right? slightly different. There's like this pirate token that moves around. Like that. that's like the little addition that they add. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the goal? Like is, that's what they're it, trying to the do. The goal to say, all right, well, if these, if they can do it, if if Catan can make Star Trek, and I can, yeah. then I can make, I can make an Everdell series of different Everdell games because people collect it. Mm-hmm. People like the the tableau building. They like Everdell. Obviously, it's one of the top. Is it in the top hundred? So probably? then, do you think it's a money grab? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the next steps are with this thing. So. I am going to keep this game because I don't have Everdell. Same. Same. I yeah. am not going to. I, I don't want the giant Everdell. Same. And I also don't need it because both of my brothers have it, so I don't need that. Same. And your brothers have it. I don't need. I'm. It. <laughs> I am like I'll. I'll happily play Everdell. Dave is going to pick Everdell pretty soon because we got the new expansion. He has the Mistwood and something else expansion, so we're going to play that. And okay. I'm happy to review it and see that. But if it's like, all right, I have one game. And I'm only I'm the person that hates expansions. I'm not going to spend five hundred dollars on Everdell Giant Box. Yes, I'm going to go get one. I'm either going to get base Everdell or I'm going to get Everdell Farshore and nothing else. I think Farshore is is better. Are they competing but with themselves just, this way? Yeah, if you're yeah, just doing with, base with just Everdell, <laughs> right? It's true. Like you said, like. If I what if I buy Everdell and I love it? Of course I want to expand. Yeah, it. now they're the cutting off the possibility of, of their customers to expand out at regular Everdell yeah, by making a, a competing version. Like Natalie said, like I liked it. Like I liked the game, I like but I also it. like Everdell. Yeah, it's just my, I, the question that's running through my head, and I would love to talk to someone more. Maybe I will reach out more and just be like, why? what's the what's the plan? <laughs> like what? Why this? <laughs> Why this game? Maybe I'll ask Starling specifically. Yeah, I might. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, what, what was the idea? What, what you're in you're in the, the war room and you're like, all right, guys, here we go. Next game. What is it going to be? How about we do Everdell? But guess what? Oh, you're going to change it? Yeah. This time, you're at the water. Didn't Pearlbrook do yeah. that? No, no, no. The whole thing is whole water thing. themed. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, I, I very much lived in this weird place after playing it because- I don't have a ton of negative things to say about the game. It's not True. broken. No, it's not yeah, bad. It's great. It just, it doesn't need Why? to exist. Yeah. What's it? What is it? Who wants this? Yeah. Because I, again, like I agree with you where I think it's cool that, okay, I'll just buy this and then I don't have to expand anything. Maybe that there's a little untapped market for people who hate expansions and they're like, well, maybe we can get them on board with this. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're not we'll trying make right. to they'll, they'll take, like, no. You don't need an expansion to like fix this little issue. It's all just like <clears throat> streamlined in this one. Yeah, but I feel I like know. I don't know. They didn't change enough personally. I don't know. It's weird. Right. Uh, it is a good game. 
Yeah. You know, I didn't think it yes. was good. It felt like Everdell. It's right. just the it way just, I took it. It's weird. Yeah. But if I it's were to recommend Everdell, I'm going to recommend Everdell because right. if you liked it, then go get Probrook. Go get uh, one of the other seven expansions yeah. for it. If you really like Farshore, that's all so far. That's all mm-hmm. you can get. Right. And maybe that's the next few steps. Maybe there's more embargo. I don't know any embargo. embargo. Yeah, embargo. Maybe, they, maybe they didn't tell us about the embargo. embargo. Uh, it's no secret that my gaming hose has more kink than a horny 18-year-old with daddy issues. And this analogy is actually more appropriate than you might think. If gaming is like our sex drives, then I think I'm going through menopause. I feel hot all the time. I'm moody. I'm irritable, maybe slightly depressed. My desire for gaming severely decreased. It's just not as fun for me as it once was, which is sad. But it's a fact that all us women will go through eventually. And yet still managed to find happiness. Well, along came Keshi the pool boy shirtlessly vacuuming in the backyard to turn these hot flashes into scalding inflamed loins of desire. I want you, Keshi. Take me. And take me, he did. Wow. I'm a woman in this are example. You, are you kinked again? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little kinked again. He's a little kinked. Yeah, I feel like yeah, a couple totally. months ago you were unkinked. I was, now you're uh, back to kinked. It's like spurts. I, uh, kinked is almost not the right word. It's menopause. I think I'm in menopause. My, my drive is just low. Mm. It's just like kind of low. However, Marrakesh. Mm. <laughs> New game designed by Feld Condom that was released way back in 2022, which means it's an old classic now, right? Board to play. Players (laughs) are playing their players to play. Okay, I have to stop for a moment. We like to talk on this show about dual layered player boards and haha, if you can get them, you should. Hee hee hoo hoo. Well, let me tell you (laughs) that I think I might have played the game that has maybe the best iteration of a dual layered player board I've ever witnessed in my life in this game. Damn. The board is massive, like a too large poop in need of a player board knife, and the entire thing is dotted with places to place your catchies, which is just a slightly racist sounding way of saying workers that was created by Feld Condom. We were like looking oh, up like, what is a catchy? That kind of sounds, ah, I kind of don't like the way that sounds out of my mouth. And it turns out, uh, Kevin read in the rule book, it's literally just, this a is name for the, a name the for, the, for the little meat, for the little uh, wooden components. <laughs> yeah. Taken from Marrakesh, but, right. but Marrakesh is a city. Marrakesh is a city so in Marrakesh Morocco or in Morocco somewhere. But the people yeah. are, but the people are not, not called. They're not called Keshis. <laughs> All right, and if they are, maybe they don't like that. Yeah, maybe they don't. <laughs> uh, you really have to see it to understand. But this is the most glorious dual layered player board in existence, which now needs to be a future top five. Uh, okay, back to the game. Mara in Marrakeshis, players are trying to earn the most points by taking actions in one of a multitude of different spots over the course of the game that get better and better as the game goes on. The game plays over three rounds, and each round is made up of four turns. Each player starts with 12 different colored Keshis, which, remember, are like the racist worker things. Each player secretly picks three of these Keshis each turn. And the colors correspond to different action spaces on your board. Once revealed, each player then takes all their all of the Keshis that everyone had. So if there's four players, you got 12 of them and drops them into this cube tower of pointlessness. As the Keshis mm-hmm. aren't cubes, they're like those cylinders with the flat sides like yeah. in um, Keyflower. Yep. Right? And uh, then when they when they come out, they get organized by color, and then the players go around the table picking them all. And once they're all taken, players will then take the associated actions. The thing is, is that you are only allowed to take the action of the Keshis you chose to drop into the tower. So you have twelve choices of colors. And you got to pick three of these twelve colors, and those are only those are the only actions you're allowed to take that turn. Ooh. But the Keshis you take 
The reason you're taking the Keshis is to increase the effectiveness of the action they're associated with. For instance, there are tracks you move up on during the game. One is white and another is black. Uh, and when you take a white or a black Keshi before you move up the track, you move up by however many Keshis you currently have on that action space. So if you choose a white Keshi to drop into the tower, you are also committing to taking the white action. And if you don't choose any white Keshis during the selection phase, you still have to take that white action only going up the track with however many you already had there instead of also adding one or two instead. So you go around the table. We drop the 12 caches in the, in the, the cube tower of pointlessness. We um, separate the caches into colors and then whoever's turn it is first picks. So if your turn, Jeff, and there's two white ones in there, you're like, I'm going to take those two white ones. Okay. Even it, so let's say me and Natalie dropped the white ones in there. But you were like, I'm going to take those two. Even though you didn't put a white Keshi in there, so you're not taking the white action this turn, yeah. you can still take those white Keshis to pump up your white track for a future turn. But now, can you not? Now, now I can't take the white Keshis to increase my white action, but I still have to take the white action on my turn. So if, you, so if I had no Keshis in there, I don't do anything. Sucked. But yeah. as the rounds go on, you're building up Keshis. So like Keshis. after the Pole first Keshis. round, like you usually will, even if you don't get the Keshis for that color... <laughs> And you take the action, you'll have some stuff to do still. It just won't increase right. what you can do. There are tons of different actions. Actions to move up tracks, to go down a river, to make trades at a bazaar, to get goods or tiles that score points. Or actions that allow you to purchase tiles that grant bonuses or powers. Or actions that give you resources or get you points by building out a castle. Or a little rondelle type action that grants you ways to do any of the previous ones. And they're all good. They're all important. And most importantly, you must do all of them each round. Because you have 12 one of every color, that means you must do all 12 of those at least once because you can only pick three each time. So the first time I take three, right? Now I have nine left and then I take three more and then three more and then finally the last three, right? So you're doing every action at least at least once. Um, and figuring out when to take what action depending on what you get to select, uh, what caches you get to select is really important and the juiciest decision I found in the game personally. So things I like. Have I talked about the dual layer player board? <laughs> this thing has more holes than a Japanese brothel, and I would imagine that it feels just as satisfying filling them with your wood. Oh boy. The decision of when to play what Keshi is the heart of this game for me and created some really tense and satisfying decisions as I took over at Mr. Measles, I look over, I'm sorry, at Mr. Measles' board and see that he's battling me on the river track, and if he takes that action this round, he'll be in front of me. So I better put on my blue Keshi into the tower as I'm picking before him, so I'll be able to nab that blue Keshi, hopefully, and use it to move first. And that stuff was was so fun to figure out. It was also fun to figure out what tiles to shoot for and how to spend your turn. All of that was really, really great fun. The feel and flow of the game was everything I want in a game. It gave me burgundy vibes, not in the way it played, but in terms of the flow that we always talk about. Love and that's flow. huge because it's the number one impossible to quantify thing that I look for in a game and a surefire way to get onto an essentials list. Things I didn't like so Whoa. much. This game is not without its flaws. I missed the first Kickstarter, as did Jeff, and then backed <laughs> the essential edition, as did Jeff, and our hearts sank to the bottom of my stomach after I played Mr. Measles' copy and went to Kickstarter and realized that the player boards that we're getting are single-layered. I I only have one person to blame. <laughs> <laughs> and she's typing. It's you. <laughs> You, Natalie. you're the problem. It's you. <laughs> Hi. I honestly might seek out the kick-ass uh, big boy edition because playing the game on a single-layered player Baird isn't something I can affair, and I'm scared. Yeah. The setup to this game is a monster. There are so many components to put out and tiles to sort and things to move around. I think the edition I'm getting comes, uh, that Jeff and I are getting, I should say, has component trays that should hopefully alleviate this because, man, this thing needs a dedicated insert like crazy. Speaking of component trays, if you're looking for component trays, head, head on 
over to ModernMeeple.com. <laughs> I could see not playing the game often due to not having Modern Meeple component trip. Yeah. Um, and that's a bummer because this game is so fucking good. The game it also uh, is an incredible table hog. The essential edition we're getting is really streamlining the entire thing down. Everything is just smaller, which is good for ease of play. And you can play those at Mini Nerdfest. Mini Nerdfest. You guys Only played, at you guys Mini Nerdfest. You played a big Nerdfest game. Oh, that was man. not you should have. You should have told us we couldn't the do it. Yeah. yeah. Should have told you. I think it the biggest big. offender, though, in this game is the Cube Tower. Now, I love a Cube Tower. It works really well in Amerigo and Shogun and stuff like that. But here it's kind of flimsy and doesn't really work that well. If the things you dropped into the tower were actual cubes, it would work so much better. But almost 100% of the time we played every single Keshi dropped down to the bottom. So there's like no <laughs> point in even having it was like almost completely it. pointless. I've seen people say like, oh, turn the cardboard shelves upside down. That helps a little bit. No. Why weren't they just cubes? The entire thing could have just been cubes. They didn't have to be those key flower cylinders. Queen they could Games have just been cubes. Has one fucking cutout for a cube tower, and they use the exact same thing. I'm You're assuming, right. which for when America was cubes, queen, Shogun was queen. Cubes to heavier objects. The heavier objects are more likely to fall through that cube tower, and if you didn't make any adjustments to it. It's not going to change. And, and they're, they're like, cylinders, so they'll roll So they're going to roll down the tower. The cubes might stick on the top. The cubes top. will Boom. stick there. So and there's no reason there's no reason it needed to be cylinders. It, the game would have worked just as well if they used cubes instead of cylinders. Now the cube tower is almost pointless, Natalie. Yes. I have a question. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Natalie. Yes. Why are Stefan Feld games published by different publishers? Because he's not he doesn't work for a publisher. He's just a designer in the world as a free agent. And then he goes to Whoever a publisher's like, like, hey, we want you to make a game for us. Or he's like, That's hey, I got a game more. More common, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, That's usually what happens. Sometimes I feel like we're living in a world where there's a lot more people that are tied to a publisher, or the publisher is the designer. Yeah, but gotcha. the, like he's it's okay. just who wants so to buy the game and skin like it say the samurai that I'm designing got made by somebody. I wouldn't then be beholden to use that publisher for every game I make, and you know after that. Yeah, right? but there are, you're right. There are yeah, like Ryan be. Lockett, like always going to come out with like Red well, Raven. Because him, right? that, that's his company. That's his company. Right, yeah, Stegmeyer. Like Right, Stonemeyer is his Stonemeyer is Stegmeyer. Yeah, Stegmeyer, Stonemeyer, Stegmeyer, Stegmeyer. I overall, I think already after one play, this is in my top five favorite fells and will likely land <laughs> at fuck. number two, behind Burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah. Holy fuck! I loved it. Let me Jeff. say it one more time. Holy fuck! Fuck! I am very <laughs> confident. Because I always think of whenever I'm playing, I'm like, when was full of Jeff like that? <laughs> I think you will love. I honestly think you are going to love this game. I don't think it's going to replace Trajan or Burgundy for you. I don't know why that's funny, but it's I think really you are going you to actually, you actually do that. When we I know. play games, you'll be like, so he's like, he's allowed to think of me. He's like, I like Jeff him. will not like this game. <gasps> Jeff's going to love this game. He's <laughs> allowed to think of me. I think it's of him funny too. That he okay. likes, but he says it out loud. Like every I'll time he, he does, play. he does. Okay. He says it out loud. He does. And he said it this time. He was like, Jeff's going to fucking love this thing. I think he even said it to you. You came over to the table and he yeah. was like, Jeff, you're going to like yep. this. And you were like, yeah, Ryan, I am. That's exactly what he said. That's what he said. Uh, Natalie, what did you think about Marrakeshi? <gasps> okay. I also loved Marrakeshi. All right. Awesome. All right, Marrakeshi. Jeff, what did you think? Um, I'm going to love it. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about this game is that it the rules are fairly simple, Like, but there's like so many different things to do. Kind of reminds me of Hadrian's Wall in that way, where like, like the basics are pretty simple. But you just have to. There's a lot to yeah, explain because there's now? so much stuff. Can I and, can I pause you for a second? Yeah. This is rude. I'm interrupting. The setup and teach of that game took you guys 
over an hour. That's why it needs an, uh, yeah. an insert. Okay, so the insert because would help it was all in little baggies, and we had to put together the BGG trays that measles had. We had oh, to open every that. baggie. We had to pour them the, out. We had to do all that. So, Natalie, what did the teach take? How long was that? Um, was it thirty minutes? That's usually about. I don't remember it being super long. Do you? Okay. Because no. I felt like we were playing. I was like, God, they're not even. Yeah, we, it I took us a while to start. It I want to say it was like. Like know. thirty and thirty, thirty to thirty Let's to say get it set it was up, like thirty to teach. Three and a half to four hours total from setup right. to the end of us playing. But I'd say setting up and teach was maybe an hour ish. So maybe like thirty and thirty, thirty to set it up, thirty to teach. And we also weren't bad. blistering through it. We were just kind of oh, like, right. hey, we were, were having a good time. Yeah, you were just doing the game, fucking around. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, plus the, we did a measles. We did a thing where. Um, we did something like slightly wrong. It wasn't wrong, but like we like took turns individual. Like we like each of us have three turns in a round. Right. And what you typically are supposed to do really three actions per turn. Th- yeah. Sorry. Three yeah. actions per turn. And you're supposed to do all three of your actions. And then the next person does all their actions. But we did. I do one. Ryan does okay. one, you know, and then yeah, halfway through halfway Kevin was like, Oh, I think Kevin I was like, up. I don't That's think right. I, okay. I don't think we're supposed to do that. And that would make it go faster if we weren't doing okay. this so Sorry, i think keep going yeah okay um yeah so it gave me like it reminds me of hadrian's wall in that way and i like that that it's not hard <sighs> to understand it's just there's so <laughs> many things to do and you have so many options and you're just like which one should i do should i do this should i do this and, yeah and that's really really fun i like that in games did you have the the, the thing that i talked about where like you're deciding what color keshi to put into the tower and you're like when do i go in turn order yes that was wasn't that, that such a great so, decision like i didn't get this at the beginning but as the game went on there was so many like little things like that where i'm like oh wait a minute <laughs> if i i need to be more strategic about when and what keshis that i'm choosing this round based on my turn order because like if there's one that i like really need and i'm going last well you're probably not gonna get say it say goodbye to that i might as well save that for when i'm going first and i know i can get it or um there's like these red ones where you can choose any of the actions it's not tied to the color you know so you have to like save that for a certain time maybe yep. um different things like that and yeah, yeah. So like that stuff was fun and discovering that you're like, oh, well, I see. Um, sorry, my contacts just got real blurry. <laughs> Your contacts got blurry? Yeah. Is that a thing they that like can moved happen? moved and then like my oh, eyes, eyesight I'm like, is it blurry. just a stationary object? <laughs> the contact just got blurry. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I just said, choosing which Keshis to add to the round was like really fun and interesting. Having even like to pivot based on which Keshis you end up with was cool. Um, because like you said, sometimes you'll put in the colors. Those are the actions you have to do, but you don't always get those colors. Um, and so like sometimes you have to like pivot, like, okay, I'm going to do this action, but, you know, it, that color's not out there anymore. What should I do instead? You know, and then you kind of got to strategize about that. Like I could do this and it'll set me up this here and give me a point or I could do this. And, and, there's so many. What is there like twelve? Twelve different 12? colors. Yeah, yeah. God, it's a lot of colors. I don't even know. Maybe more colors. like nine <laughs> spots to go though, really. And yeah. um, right, because three of them go for one so spot, just, like, and so the reds don't aren't attached to, like, to anything. Think about, but it's not necessarily difficult. It's more just like what? What do I want to do? What's the best one? And that part, that's like a fun thinking 
fun thinky way. You know, it's not like brain burning necessarily where I'm just like, oh, how do I figure this out? Brain it's more Sanders. just like, Ooh, brain which brain. one? It was Ryan said I'd love it. I'm going to love it. It was even fun, like figuring <laughs> out like already. the order. <laughs> it might be the order to do things because like sometimes like doing something gives you something else you know, like a resource or whatever and, or even another cashier or whatever it is. And so it's even fun too. like, okay, this is what I ended up with. And so, but I, I need this extra resource to like do more of this. So I'm going to do that one first and get that resource so that I can do this. And there's some yeah. like combination type stuff like <clears throat> that, which is always fun. Um, anyways, I loved it. You know, it was a little long and that didn't even bother me, honestly, yeah. because I was just like really enjoying myself the entire time. Um, I'd say the only con, <laughs> the only con, con. Nerd the yeah. only bad thing to me <laughs> is who I, think, I played with. <laughs> I just think it's too much yellow. It's just really like yucky. Thanks, Queen Games. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Queen it's, Game problem. He's right. It's because yeah. it's Queen I'm Games. I'm not necessarily saying like the game board is like ugly or anything, but like the box for sure. And I don't know. Yellow is just not an peeling color when there's a lot of it all these companies have come <laughs> into the 21st century and made like they're or even more than that they've made like okay we got to get with the times queen has been the exact same yeah. palette for as long yeah. as i've been in board right. and, and they just keep always well, the we same. got more goop dollars yeah. <laughs> but that's I mean, what we want cute. about queen and i do they deliver on kickstarters real fucking fast. yes they do yeah. <laughs> we're, about, I mean, we're gonna get Marrakesh next month, yeah. week, I think, yeah. even. They're basically like, we've already made this game. Now yeah. let's kickstart yeah, it. They kickstart take it. advantage of Kickstarter <laughs> a little bit, do. but they deliver it's fine. Good for us. For the, yeah. So, like, yeah. that's obviously like a stupid nitpicky thing. I loved the game and I was. Okay, I well, play I'm going to ask you after yep. one play, where it. is it going to sit? Where is it going to sit? <gasps> where Natalie, you while it? you're talking, I don't have a strong number three, so my number three Feld is up for grabs. It's up for grabs? Ooh, I think this could do it. Amerigo and Bonfire are sitting there. It's not as heavy as Bonfire. It's probably between, eh, it might be about the same weight as Amerigo. The only thing that sucks, I really think the cube tower is no bueno. However, it's not going to ruin the play. It's not. Maybe the it's essential just edition. It's just kind of like, is it necessary? I think it's different. the same fucking one. Of course it is because it's the same. <laughs> they only have one. <laughs> I think I agree with Ryan. I think it would be like two or three. Like, it's so good. Like, there's a lot of other Feld games that I really like, and I Is like Trajan this your two? better. Trajan's your two. I'd say, yeah. Okay. Because, like, I really like Carpe Diem. This is, this is better than that, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I love Carpe for Diem. For sure. For sure. And where's my fucking Castles of Burgundy? <sighs> Did I you just get that update today? 30 we might not get it till August. No. So what? here's my problem. Really? Let me look at it. So Damn. listen up. Fuckers, okay? <laughs> they got to sail over here. Now, yeah. <laughs> I got this email today Jeff that's like, 57% uh, of the shits have been shit, right? Yeah. They've been picked up. Yeah. 37% of them or 36% have been delivered to households. <laughs> Why is every fucking GameCaster listener only the GameCasters listeners. except us? I think Todd doesn't have his two. 36% of well, we the know measles, entire yeah. fucking world that ordered it has it. And 100% of GameCaster <laughs> listeners put it, have it put it on a fucking Discord. Yeah. And I don't have it at all. I man, know. Where's oh. ours, man? It Did sucks. Todd go all in, too? Uh, he must have. Yeah, I think it's us, yeah, Todd, and measles. And he's that's a degenerate. It. Like yeah, he's us. a degenerate. I like measles yeah. didn't go all, all in. Like You're right. You he didn't. He didn't get the, yeah, the, the biggest, miniatures, I think. And he still doesn't have it. Screw job. Well, we just got yeah, the email today. It was just like, the last shipping container has been picked up 
from, from China. China. Yeah. Well, at so least they've been shit. picked up. At least it's on They're its way. On it. Everything's on its way. Like, Pretty. it's on its way. Yeah, I get shipping sucks. get stuck in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> well, then there's like, is, is UPS going to go on strike here? In a fuck, we're not yeah. getting this fucking thing. Is it coming ever. UPS? Everything Maybe it's FedEx. Maybe it's DHL. No, it's UPS. Because everyone's been getting there as UPS. What else have you been playing, Jeff? I've been playing games. Yeah, let's talk about it. What do you have been Okay, no, this game I like. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. I had one unplayed game from last year's Gen Con. No shit. Oh, wow. You played them all? Them all. I played them all. You played them all. Yep. We <laughs> all play them all. <laughs> Once you play one, you play them all. You play them all. Um, yes. One that I did not play. I'm, I'm almost positive of that. And this, now it's off the list. I've played every game that I got at Gen Con wow. last year. Just in time for this year's Gen Con. Uh, to all just three games? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I only bought one. No. Uh, <laughs> so... This game is called Brazil Imperial. Brazil. And this was actually, I pre-ordered this game and picked it up at Gen Con because I was kind of like, there might be limited copies. I want. I have it. the Portal Games version, and Portal Games isn't just like this massive production engine. I'm so you know? sorry. I have to stop you. There was something I wanted to tell you, and okay. you're going to be like, because oh, this is weird. This, okay. is gonna be, this is really weird. Okay. I what? think Marrakesh is being reprinted by DeVere. Like which, like the Marrakesh that you just played? Yeah, the one I just talked about. I think there was a there thread is another on, Marrakesh about. There's like a different Marrakesh game. No, it's, I think it's this Marrakesh. Why I would think, they be doing that? I don't know. Do you have you heard of the P five hundred? There's this thing. Been okay, sixty one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there's this thing. It's a list of games that GMT puts out that says, "Hey, if we get enough people interested, we're going to reprint these war games." Okay. All right. Sekigahara was on that list for a long time before it was finally reprinted. And I think if they get enough interest or something or enough people like vote for it or something, it gets printed. Devere, I think, has something similar to that. Like the D500. Okay. Yeah. 500 (laughs) dicks. 500 (laughs) dicks say. And I'm pretty sure, unless I'm dreaming or hallucinating with some fucking fever dream, I think Marrakesh is on Devere's D500 and it's going to be printed by them. God, I don't want to throw the queen one. I want to throw the queen games one away. I right know. Now. I don't understand if they're gonna just completely change the components. Maybe they're just like, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I know nothing about it other than that. And I just wanted to know if you had heard anything about that. From I do know that there's another game called Marrakesh that's like a smaller, lighter. Yeah, like an older one. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure this is that Marrakesh because I found that's it on so the Marrakesh weird. thread or page. That's so weird. I'm sorry. Continue. No, that's strange. Yeah, uh, this game only. Uh, this game has a whole bunch of publishers, um, not Devere. Uh, this game is called Brazil Imperial. Brazil. I have the Portal Games version. The other versions are pretty much the same. Uh, by this guy, the uh, designer is Z Mendez. Z E Mendez. Oh. Okay. Okay. He's a nobody. Is Although, he from Brazil? I believe so. Gotta like be. Z Mendez. It seems like it. Brazil. Uh, he has. This is basically his first. He, there's another game that he's published or per design that is not really a name. Brazil is by far his most popular game. Okay. Uh, do you know, like, do you remember the cover of this is like, yeah, of course, with the, beautiful. It's, it's very Brazilian. Yes. And so he has a new game coming out soon, uh, called world wonders that I'm really interested in now because I liked Brazil Imperial spoiler world alert. wonder. Oh, and shit, he, okay. so I, I think world wonders is either getting demoed or, uh, showing up at Gen Con this year. So that's one of the ones that's now jumped up my list because of what he did with, is this. it another Civ game? I, it's, I feel like it's got to be. I haven't done a ton of something? research. I honestly was like scrolling through the list and I was like, oh, cool cover. And then I'm like, oh, Z Mendes is this. I'm going to put it on my list after I played Brazil, Brazil. Imperial. Okay. So Brazil Imperial is a 4X game with a dash of Euro. Do dash? A do dash of Euro. 
Natalie just ran somewhere to open something. I still heard it. I still heard it's it. Still it's still on this fucking recording. There. Yeah. Ah. Yep. What do you mean? No, I heard it, and I saw your uh, the microphone went up. Oh, it did. All right, Natalie. This is a four X game. Do you what remember the, X stand the four X's? Extermination. That's one. Extinction. Nope. No. Extinction. Extreme. Extreme. That's a, uh, no. Extreme. Extreme. Maybe if you put your headphones on, you'll. Nope. Hmm. External. All right. Let's say you are going. A game. You nope. are going on a map. Okay. And you you're going explore. Okay. Explore. Good. That's one. All right. You're on the map, and now you need to uh, branch out further. Yeah, you need to grow a little bit. Expand. Yes. Yep. And you already got exterminate. And then there's stuff you do to the land. You know, this is the one. Excavate. Okay. Okay. Kind of. Excavation. Okay. Let's say, let's say, let's say Lexi's really pretty, right? My daughter, Lexi. What if you were like, we should get here into modeling so we can. Exploit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Explore, expand, exploit, exterminate. In that order. Four X. Um, Okay. So this is a four X game. In Brazil Imperial, players are doing four X type of shit. Constructing building, managing resources, exploring and explaining or expanding your land, creating trade routes, um, just building and utilizing a strong army, military, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, there is a modular board, which I love. That is cool. Um, that can be arranged in a bunch of different patterns for player counts, for um, if you want increase in combat or decrease in combat. And the book kind of tells you this is how you set it up if you are playing with four people and you don't want to fight. This is how you set it up. You're playing with three people and want to try to stab Oh, so you can set it up for no combat? You can set it up for a small chance of combat. They call it chance of combat. I see. If you play with someone who's like, I'm going to fuck you up, they're going to find a way to get there. They're they're probably going to lose because that's not the nature of the game. But yeah, you can set it up where there is basically like a river that runs through it. So you're like, here is the the Amazon River. And now you can't, like, it's harder to cross that path, which makes it then harder to invade other people's territory. So the modular board is really cool. There is on the forums, there's a bunch of... Uh, player uh, player design, sort of like, hey, here's I've created this map, whatever. Very cool. Okay. Um, on their turn, players have to pick an action, and then subsequent turns, you have to pick a different action. This is very scythe-like. You have seven actions, and you're taking this token, and you're moving it from spot to spot, and you can't keep it there yep. and do the actions. Also sounds like Oros. Yep. The, the, um, oh, I haven't played Oros, but yes. Yeah. And uh, this, this game has a very Sid Meier civilization feel like most Civ games do. As <laughs> yeah. I was teaching Inevitable it to Bill, Bill, Bill in his own Bill way was like, oh, like Sid Meier? Ooh, he's kind of like, <laughs> who's like civilization? Ooh, like civilization? Um, and these, these actions are pretty much everything I kind of mentioned above, like military, you're buying these paintings, which give you like cool power set collecting. There's a little bit of Euro there, um, building on the land, producing goods, this manufacture action, which I absolutely loved. And I'll talk about it hopefully in the part that I liked. If I remember, um, personal player boards, um, they give you bonuses when things are removed. Oh, so dynamic. Something like Ooh. that. That's pretty cool. And obviously more points when you take stuff off, things like that. Um, then after you get an action, you then get to move. And this is where the moving starts to, you explore land. If you move on to someone else's space, you start combat. Um, and you want to do 4X stuff, right? You want to expand your empire. You want to take control of other people's land sometimes because if you control that land, it produces resources, and then you get to use the resources that your empire or tiles that you control. So your empire, Ryan, you would like start and you'd like, this is your your kingdom, and then yep. as you start to expand your land, every tile that you're touching in your empire, whatever it produces, you get to just use as your resource. Oh! If I went over there and took control of one of those tiles, you get to use everything in your empire except that one. I get oh, to use that mean. one and then everything there. So that's that's maybe why you'd want to do combat. You don't lose a ton. It's not overly punishing. So that was really good. And the way that this game sort of progresses and it actually moves at a 
quicker rate than you'd think for a 4X game. Everybody starts with three goal cards, and it's each, each era. So it's like era one, era two, era three goal cards. The moment someone completes era one, you move into era two. And all that does is change. You get a little bonus for action. It just changes your action token. And you keep going. And someone completes era two, you move on to era three. And as soon as someone completes an era three card, it's over. So that someone could be anybody. Oh. I don't have to complete one, two, and three for the game to be over. I could have completed just the third one in the third era and been and done. Ends. Right. I can't complete the third one in the first era and end it. Right. So as soon as the first, second, and third of any of the era cards are done, the game ends. What's the length of this game like? 4X games are typically really long. I was shocked at how quickly we got through this game. We played with three people and we played it in under two hours. Shut up. Shut your ass. And <laughs> I thought that it gave a very good 4X feel in under two hours. It, it's not, it doesn't have that massive, like at the end of a Sid Meier Civ game, it looks fucking Yeah, you're, massive, you've just like spent right? building your and load. And they do, they're a square, they're a square board. These, these are hexes. Um, they've really evolved. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, you don't get that giant feel, but you're also not playing the game for four fucking hours. True. Like you are in a lot of these 4X games. But I was, I was, I wasn't even ready to play another game on my game night because I was like, all right. We're going to start at 7. I'm going to teach it till 7.30. We're playing until 10, easy. And then night's over. And I we were done, and I looked. I was like, okay, we it's it's like 9.15. I'm like, what, what do we play now? Wow. So I I loved how good this, this made me feel and gave me that 4X feel in two hours. I was pleasantly surprised. I was very happy with Brazil Imperial. Brazil. Is this my favorite 4X game? Maybe. Because it's a four X game that I can play on a game night. What other four X games have you played? Well, there's like there's like the big ones, right? I've played the Civ Meyer Civilization. I've played Scythe. Scythe. Oh, that's four X. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Sort of ish. Um, but when you play like, is it Eclipse or yep. you play Twilight, Twilight Imperium? Imperium. Yep. That is a totally Space different 4X. feel. That yeah. that's going to be a different feel, I think. Are they to, less Euroy? Or is this not your? Um, yeah, they're a little less Euroy because there's not a like the maybe with the player board you're and the fighting set collecting, a lot. You're doing a lot in more a lot of fighting, and, mm -hmm. and it has this like more military strategic feel than this. But I can play this in two hours, mm -hmm. get a little bit of the Euro itch and the resource management, the player boards, the set collecting with these paintings that give me whatever the like my era cards tell me exactly what I need to do, which none of them are combat oriented. So you don't have to fight someone to complete your goals. There's like straight objectives on there. That so if I you like. don't know what to do, do what's on your card. Mm -hmm. Collect these things, expand, build these territories, and you can complete your goal. And I like that there's a little bit of a race element because the 4X games, there's not a ton of a – it's not you, – you don't want to race to the end. In, in bigger 4X games, you want to build an empire and then crush everyone. In this one, time. there was a there's a race to it, and I liked that because I I wanted to play it in a game night. Yeah. If this would have went on for three hours, it would have been like, oh man, like all right, it's a four X game. It was good, but I'm never gonna Too play it much. again. Too much. It's just not gonna. I come can out. play this whenever the fuck I want, and it's great. So, um, I love the really cool. I love the module maps. I think this is a game that you would like. Really? I think you'd like it way better than you liked Scythe. Okay. I like it way better than I liked. You played Scythe. Twilight Imperium yep. before. Sure. And Eclipse. You might not like oh, okay. it more than those because it's going to give you a really different. I didn't like Twilight yeah, Imperium, I say, I to be honest. I love 
Eclipse. And I don't know if but that's Eclipse gonna... suffers from this is gonna take six hours to fucking play. Right. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. a different feel, right? The different layouts, the modular boards were great. And I like for if the two of you end up playing this or the three of us, we can literally pick a map that's like, let's just build our own empire and just kind of see yeah, how that goes. That sounds really and cool. And you can explore and go on to other places and you can like move your military around and not fight if you don't want to. Yeah, just the threat. Yeah, just the threat around. is kind of there. Um, or you can make a map where everybody starts kind of close and you sort of battle it out. So really you can pick how you want to play the game based on who you're playing with. Um, there is, the dynamic player board I really liked. I liked getting the bonuses. There's this manufacture action that I really liked. So you take this action, you pay some resources, and you remove a, a cube from your board and you place it underneath your action, one of your seven actions, and it then gives you something cool when you take the action. Ooh, so like a little bonus. It's like a bonus every time. So the weight of like, okay, I want to I want to manufacture this item, I put it here, or I can put that there and it gives me this. What's my next four or five turns or three turns going to look like? I love that. It was, overall, I was really, really impressed with Brazil Imperial. I didn't have super high expectations because I don't normally go to Forex games. Mm -hmm. I, in my head, I was like, it's going to take a long time. Right, I'm never going to play Combat is again. always fiddly sometimes. Let me grab the rule book. How does combat work? And there was no dice roll. There wasn't any of that. Um, it gave me a good amount of Euro feel, which I always jones yeah, for in for games. That. In a Forex game, in, in, a, in a good time frame. And it's it's very very good. What did the group think? I think everybody liked it. Joe liked it kind of right away. Bill seemed to write up a good a good feeling. He liked that he could play this in a game night because he liked yeah. Sid. He liked civilization. He liked yeah, Sid Meier right. a lot. Love that game. Um, but we can't play that on Monday. Sure. You know. So I think if, if we're looking at downsides, uh, everybody gets their own like personal player board. You're like your own emperor empress <laughs> of thing. So you get your own cool power. I love that. Oh. The Maybe so for me, does it have the replayability? Yes, because if I play the game ten times, shocking, right? <laughs> right. Um, for someone who's going to play the game maybe f ten plus times, is there enough? Or, do you feel like you might be doing the same thing over and over again? Because there's not like the Sid Meier tech tree where you're sort of building differently every time or differently every time. You might find a similar structure every time you play this game. Um, for me, I don't think I'm going to find that because I'm not going to play the game enough to have that. There. Right. You'll play it what once every six months, maybe. Yeah. And then I'll and we'll rotate our powers, which will change it. But I think at some point you might find a cadence to the game where you're like, all right, I, I build, I build, I build, I have it. I'm done. Um, but maybe there's expansions and maybe there's things. So that would be what I would say might be a downfall at some point. I really enjoyed it. That's Brazil Imperial. Brazil. Well, I first heard about this next game from Mr. Measles at Origins. He was telling me about it, and I was immediately intrigued. It was called Mission Control Critical Orbit, and was a, co a cooperative, real-time roll-and-write game where players are each playing their own little minigame. Yep, I wanted to buy it, so I did what I always do, and instantly forgot about it until I saw Joe Jitsu had it at Donkey Kong's house, was playing with Party and Measles and McDave Mick. I was like, <laughs> OMG, yes, I need to go to the booth and buy that a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was really happy Joe had it, so I got to play Play it twice, and here's how it goes. I want to play it. In Michigan Troll, players <laughs> are working together in 20... For Michigan Troll. Did Joe actually say it was Michigan Troll, or did he say Mission Control, and I heard Michigan Troll? I feel like Joe okay, so said Ryan's Michigan Troll. Two things. Ryan's saying Michigan Troll yeah. and Michigan Mission Control. control. <laughs> Just to I be don't clear. know if I heard Joe say it, like, and he was like, we're going to play Michigan Troll. 
I'm like, did he say mission control or Michigan troll? That's I like that thing where you just say it and then whatever you think you heard. Yeah, you heard, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think when you were he's... saying it at, at first, I was like, are you saying two different things? <laughs> mission control, Michigan troll. I really <laughs> think he said Michigan troll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, Joe, that's what you said. If you didn't say that, reach out to me and be like, no, you fucking, you just heard that. He that was you hearing that. He said no, he didn't say Oh, that. he didn't. No, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> in Michigan Troll, players are working together in 20 minutes, exactly, to try to get this rocket working that if it doesn't, will blow everyone up in real life, killing millions. Oh my God. All the players are feeding information to the flight commander that they need to fix the rocket. And they're done by way of these little tiny mini games, which was perfect for mini nerd fest. The commander player is rolling three dice. And as a group, the rest of us in mission control have to pick two of them to use on our personal player boards. One board is a polyamino puzzle. Another is a Sudoku puzzle. And another is like this mathy puzzle. The commander person just plays a little tuberinth puzzle. And Natalie, I want you to talk about a little more what they do because I didn't actually get to see that because Natalie did. Talk about Natalie did the tuberinth puzzle? Yes. So (laughs) Joe was like, do you want to like be the the one person? And she was like, yeah, okay. And then so I'm like, oh, I get to do the polyaminos. He's like, look at the backside of the polyaminos that you're going to give to Natalie. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. He's like, what? And I'm like, this is tuberinth, Natalie. (laughs) Yeah, or tube. So Natalie, what does the the one player do on their board? Mm, Yeah. Okay, so their goal is they have to get, they have to have these little um, polyomino tiles on their grid and they put them in such a way where um, it connects two different, from two different, okay, so <laughs> how do I say this? We'll write that. <laughs> um, you're basically connecting from like one spot to another spot with a continuous pipe. Yeah. But there has to be eight um, of these little like icons. Total, but you don't have to have like all eight in one um, pipeline because there are three different color um, like wood things. Three different color wood. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I'm on the spot. Like oh my God, I'm on the spot. Like wood. I didn't expect to explain this. Sorry. There's like these like wood things that you like put in like a dual layer player boy like spot, you know. Okay. Wood things. Um, They're like Keshis, but they're like triple the length. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> kind of like that. Okay. Sure. So there's three different colors. There's like green, yellow, and blue or whatever. I don't know. Sure. Um, and they're on like, there's like three different sides of the boards. And so they could, they're in like various spots. And so like you can, con- you have to connect like sim- same color to same color, <laughs> like the green to the green or yeah. the blue to the blue. Like, like, like making like a, uh, like a connection. A connection with the pipes. Okay. With the polyamino pieces. And you can have all eight of the things um, of the icons, like from like one pipeline, or like all three of them, or two of them. So you're you just getting the polyamino tiles from the mini game player who's you're playing the polyamino tiles. You're getting these cards, which basically unlocks those wooden things I'm talking about. And mm. unlocking those basically means that you can move them around. So like they're stuck when they're locked in the Got spot it. that they started. So if you're like making, you know, a path, and you're like you know, it's working out for it to start here, but I'm down here in this other spot. When it's unlocked, you can move it up there as long as it's on the same side of the board. Um, so somebody's giving you cards, somebody's giving you um, the polyomino tiles, and then someone else is giving you these um, valves because sometimes when you're making a path, there's a valve on there and you it'll only, oh, you need to open you it. can only complete it if the valve is open which you have to like basically place the valve on on that spot when you get them, and they have to be the right color. Okay. Um, so that's what you're doing, and you're and you're collecting things from all the people, and you're also rolling the three dice, 
um, which has the numbers that everyone else is using to do so their little mini game. Do you do any? So there's three dice that you roll, and then two dice get used by all of us players. Do you do anything with that third die? Yeah, the third dice. That there's two tracks, and if depending on the number of the dice, you move down the track, and that'll unlock like. Um, like a little special action, or if you get all the way to the end, it gives you an extra valve. Got it. So this game was really fun. I really enjoyed the feeling of being under the gun as we're trying to make the best decisions quickly with the dice that are rolled. You have to quickly work together with the other players to figure out who needs what number, and you have to constantly be checking in with the commander to see what even they need from you and figure out if you can make it happen with the dice that are rolled. And then you have to communicate together to let each other know that you're ready to move on and roll the dice again. And very often, someone will forget. And so we're just sitting there thinking that they're trying to think, when really everyone's just sitting there like, okay, who's just like, who's doing this? Because you're supposed to like, you know how like sometimes Jeff will- Oh, it's my turn? We'll, we'll like, we'll like- <laughs> put your thumb up to be like, I'm done. Yeah. In this game, you actually have to say whatever thing you're doing. So for instance, the polyamino puzzle is Houston. And so when I'm done taking my action, because we're all doing it simultaneously within the dice are rolled, I have to like say Houston locked. And that is everyone else's clue to mean, okay, I'm done. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to move to get the dice rolled again to do more of this. And so a lot of times we're, you know, we'll just all be sitting there. And we're just like, okay, who's like, who's going? Someone someone's like, Houston locked. This whole like, time, oh, locked. The, yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah. stuff is ticking down. And they're like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm ready, I'm ready. And that part was really, really fun. The components weren't anything to write home about. They were fine. Yeah, Nothing good fine. or bad to really note there. You're not going to feel gypped, but also you're not going to feel like you have this ultra premium product. Um, if I had to say something I didn't like, I think the one thing I felt like I didn't really like about it was it was much too easy. We played it twice and very easily succeeded both times. I'm not sure if we played on normal mode or easy mode or something, but I can see that the way to make it harder is to just decrease the amount of time you have. If it was 15 minutes, it would have been a struggle. But 20 minutes was almost as if time was not a factor. It kind of was because in our heads, we're like, we know we have only a certain amount of time, so we got to go quick. But then we finished, and it was like, you had six minutes left. (laughs) And it's like, okay, should we really have 25% of the time more more than 25% of the time left on our very first play right. ever. But we were talking about too, like maybe cut off five minutes and that makes it That would make it like, oh tighter. shit. Yeah. Also, I can see the game getting a bit stale after a few plays. I played the polyamino roll both times and I, I would definitely want to try another roll as unless there are more rolls than just the three, it wouldn't probably be super interesting after the eighth or so play, which for a heavy strategy game is not so bad. But this one you're going to go through in 20 minutes or less. So you kind of want a bit more to be there. Mm-hmm. Last thing is, I really don't think this would be fun with less than four, which it, which also I think is the max people it plays. The game just would not feel as interesting to me if there was only three. And especially I would not want to play this with two. Overall, I really enjoyed my two plays of Mission Michigan Troll. <laughs> critical orbit and uh while i don't think i'll seek this out to buy it i would happily play it anytime it showed up at a game night i i really did enjoy myself i walked away from it like that was really fun i really enjoyed that i don't think i need to buy it because it would probably just we'd play it right away at the beginning and then never again yeah what do you think natalie uh, i had a lot of very similar thoughts um just you know i like those hectic frantic timed games um, and I do like that there are different roles to play so you can try something new. I played the the one um, that we just talked about. And then I also played one of the other roles, um, the one that the gives you the cards. One. Yeah, it was like a mathy one. And like one thing that kind of like stood out and I was like part of me liked it and part of me didn't. I guess you got to be in like the right mindset was like in both roles that I played, there was things that I was like tr- 
I was like rushing. So I was kind of like felt a little overwhelmed. And so there was things that I was like trying to work through to like prepare myself to know what I needed, but I didn't have enough time to fully think that through because, you know, you're just trying to move on to the next one, you know? And so it was kind of like stressing me out a little bit. Um, in maybe not a good way. Um, mm-hmm. Like it wasn't bad. Like I did not have a good time. I did enjoy playing it, but in a lot of time game timed games, I get stressed out in like a fun way. And this was more just like, like, oh, fuck, 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 you know, <laughs> kind of way. Um, like when I was playing the one player, I'm, you know, the, the polyomino pieces that you have, you, they're not stuck. Like when you place them, you can like rearrange them and move them around anytime you want. And so I was trying to like figure out a good way, you know, a path. And then, and then you would say like, what piece do you need? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, (laughs) because like in like literally one second later, I got to reroll the die and then like do some other things while you guys are doing some other things. And I'm like, ah, and then same with the, um, (laughs) with the other role that I played, there was some math to it. And I was trying to like get ahead where I was like, okay, I need to, I had all these numbers filled in and I need to know what numbers I need for when they roll the die. I can be like, I need a four, I need a five. But I'm like, I don't know what I have because I don't have time to do the math in my head before the, the dice gets rolled. And then the numbers are picked and I'm like, ah, you know, and <laughs> so that stuff was like, that was pretty stressful, but it was fun, but not, I don't see that being fun all the time. Yeah. And I agree with you about I see it getting stale or I see, you know, you could be like, I'm tired. I'm not into playing that game right now or whatever. But I also agree that if we were at like Nerdfest and somebody pulled that out, I'd be like, yeah, that's fun. I'll play that. You know what I mean? So I don't think that we need to buy it. But but that was a fun that was a fun new game that I'd never heard of. <laughs> so if there's a game, if there, if you have a game that you want to not own, but you want someone else to own, maybe consider Mission Control. Yeah, I, I'm assuming that I'll be playing this game fairly soon. I, my guess is on the next game night, Joe will pick something, we'll play it, and then that'll be our mm-hmm. game ending. Yeah, And maybe yeah, I'll ask him short. a couple questions about like, what ramps the game up? Yeah, there might be more so, roles yeah. that I don't know about. I right. looked yeah, a I little know. bit briefly on the on the BGG page, and I didn't see anything like that. Okay, and it looked like there was only three roles. I could be wrong about that. There might be more. I don't think there is because I feel like he would have offered them to us, or he would have told that to us. Yeah, you know, maybe there's an expansion coming right. out that's going to have more Cause roles. Because that more would than be once, cool. so he probably would have like switched them up. Yeah, it so took I, a long time to get like delivered. I think he ordered it like a year ago, and then oh, he had shit. some at, at Origins, and yeah, so we just got it. Yeah, well, no, he got it. He got it. The week he came back from Origins. Oh, that's funny. So, they were so he didn't have Origins, it Origins, and they're like, "No, sorry, it's in the it's in the mail. Like it's right. on the way." You're getting it. Yeah. yeah, cool. What else you got, Jeff? Another game that Sam and I actually got to play along with John Klinsky and Joe was we played Red Cathedral and we added in the Contractors expansion. Right, you haven't played that yet, right? I have not. This was the first play of the Contractors, and I was excited to play it because I love Red Cathedral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. What this game adds, so I'm not going to go through what Red Cathedral is like because you can listen to any other episode we've talked about. Yeah, we um, talked about it adds, last episode. <laughs> so this oh, yeah. is so this game is fresh in both of your minds because you played it more yep. recently too. So I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. kind of what it adds. It adds a new a new die. Okay. So now there are six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six dice. Okay. This one is black. And it works the exact same way. It just adds another opportunity for you not to get the number that you want, right? So, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Um, but it does, There's maybe it brings spots. it down a little bit. Oh, that for, seems like it would help. It, ha- it has yeah, to help, right? It can't to. make it worse. Right. Um, I see. So the it also adds a contractor's board, which slides on the bottom of your player board, which is actually kind of cool. So they, the player board that you have is kind of thick. 
Okay. <clears throat> so they added almost like a there's like a back, it slides under your player board and then almost it doesn't click onto the bottom, but it slides right tight to it the bottom up, where it's not it? like it's not it almost feels like one piece instead of two separate pieces. That's cool. Okay. So I'm like, that's a good a good make there. And on that board is basically just it holds your contractors, which are new little meeples. And each tower that you're building is now given a city, a matching city tile um, that correlates with a map board. So there's like a small board. It has a map on it. In the middle, it says Moscow. And there's a bunch of like surrounding cities. And each of the towers that you're building has a name <laughs> attached to it, which then is correlates with one of the cities in the on the map. Does that makes okay. a little bit of sense? Yeah. And on your turn, instead of the normal three things that you do, like deliver, um, take a die, or whatever the other one is, um, you can send a builder to the map, which okay. is basically saying this builder is going to help build this tower. Cool. Right? Okay. And at the end, when you build, when you finish a tower, however many workers or builders you have in that area, you're going to get that times the number of uh, sections that you've helped build. So in points It's another way to get a few points during the game and another way to either, I would say delay taking a die because like, oh, these aren't my, I don't need these numbers. Mm -hmm. Let me do something else. So you put a worker out there. Um, there's also, that's the way that you get the tiles to attribute to the black dice because you know how you can, when you claim a card, you get to put the tile on the yellow dice. And now when I do the yellow dice, I get this bonus. The bonus comes, uh, the black dice comes from the map. So it pushes you to the map a little bit if you want the bonus for the black cool. die. Okay. And that's kind of it. There's new cards for the rondelle. Um, there's other like modules you can turn on and off. And you should, did you not use any other ones? Um, we just used that one and we added in like the crystals, which the crystals are like a wild resource. And one of the, I think they're called guilds or whatever. I don't know. The cards that go on the side of each yep. of the sections. They, one of them allowed us to buy, you can spend a dollar and get a diamond, which could be anything you want it to be. So we'll get another way to Ryan's point of like, all right, I can try to get a resource this way because that diamond could count as a gem, a wood, whatever you wanted yeah. it to. So if you were in a pinch, <laughs> you, could cool. grab, you could grab a, a diamond. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of it. Did you enjoy it? Do you think you'll always play with it? I don't know if I'll always... So I might always play with it, but I don't know that it's essential to making the game that much better. Gotcha. So I left feeling the same as I felt... About Red Cathedral, like you enjoyed it just as yeah, but not like, but not like, not like, oh this wow, is fucking it, like, this needs <laughs> like, yeah. like we played, we played uh, the Lost Ruins of Arnak, yeah, and we played with the Leaders expansion or whatever that's called, where everybody gets their own asymmetrical power and deck of cards, and I'm like, this, this is the fucking yeah, game, yeah. like this is it. I'm never playing without this. I played Red Cathedral, and I was like, that felt like Red Cathedral with tiny little worker dudes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if going to that map is, is the the meaty bulbousy decision that Ryan was looking for to yeah. meeten the game up. Yeah. So you might not be like, I don't know if you're going to feel any differently about it. Sure. I think the dice might alleviate your frustration with the rondelle. Yeah. Which I think was like maybe said, a bigger frustration than the meatiness. That was the, that was the biggest than the bulbousy sure. thing. Yep. Um, but I don't think it's like essential. It didn't make my decisions a lot tougher or a lot more to think about. It just gave me a a. a Instead of delivering to pause the rondelle movement, because really when I could get what I wanted to on the rondelle, you take it. Because when it comes to your turn and you can get what you want on the rondelle, you do it right then. Yeah. Because that that that's what you want. You want to get your stuff because that's the game you're playing. 
And then sometimes you go, let me pa- let me let me do something else while maybe the dice change a little bit. Right. This gave you one more option to do that, but I didn't feel like that it is was, cool. It was a tough decision. Sure. If that makes some sense, it does. So totally, right, I'll I'll play with the the contractors thing. I'll add them in. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just add the new cards in every once in a while. So it's something that I feel like I'll sub in and out. Uh, I think Devin might actually like this game, so maybe I'll try with two at some point. She's never played it with me. Um, but yeah, so that's the contractors. I could take it or leave it. Okay, um, interesting. Yeah, I gotta say that's not what I expected. I know. I was expecting. Yeah. Were you a little let down? A little bit because I. It's like I'm let down with the expansion, but I still played the game, and I'm like, this is yeah, this is still great. great. I still yeah. love because well, you love Red Cathedral. Yeah. So it's like it so didn't I'm I'm curious worse of, than it. Right. I'm curious of if if they're going to keep expanding the game because the game's doing Devere pretty well. Like they're uh, yeah. doing well. So I'm like, is, is there something else? Is this big box gonna have something more? Plus, and who knows. Um, but yeah, that's the, the contractors. Awesome. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise isn't. If you're looking to get some great Gamecasters or Mad Board Gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom Gamecasters designs for us, so you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull-down under Creators, and find us there under Board Game Podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently, and what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us, am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull-down under Creators, and find us under Board Game Podcasts. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Why don't you step dum, inside? Dum, Come on, it's dum, warm dum, in there. You think you found dum, some grass, dum, but nope, it's pubic dum, hair. You wonder why dum, there's dum, so dum, much dum, underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's dum, Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling okay. to come up with a Nook topic for this episode. And I was thinking, why is why? that? Okay. Why? Why? Um, why? <clears throat> besides the fact that... Because we've done it 110 yeah, times. I know. Right. <laughs> right. I feel like I've done all the, the the main things that somebody would think of. And now i got to think outside the box. And, you know, I was, I was thinking and I was like, why can't I think of something? And besides the fact that I'm not quite as obsessed with games as I used to be, I realized that I hey, might have a harder can't. time yeah. coming up with new discussion topics because I'm just not that into the board game world. Whoa. And what I mean by that is that I love playing games and oh. I love doing the podcast and I love hanging out hmm. with and meeting our community. But as a whole, 
I'm not up on new releases. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm. Oh. I don't know who publishes what. I don't know. Well, board welcome game to news. the last episode of the Gamecasters podcast. <laughs> so Ryan We're and done. Ellie don't give a fuck about board games. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to carry this. Natalie. You're gonna have That's to carry it. this. Um, we'll just sit in the back and make jokes. Or who, cool. like, yeah. So, or like, even who the popular content creators are. Sometimes Ryan will be like, it's "Us." You know this person, and I'm like, "No." What? <laughs> who? Um, and that's Jeff. what I mean, like, <laughs> and that, and I was trying to like figure out why that is. And it got me thinking too, that there are so many different levels of this hobby. I'm almost like, I didn't really have like time to like think this through, but like, I almost feel like, like somebody should come up with like different types of gamers and like with like mm. how, how much you're into it and what, what, you know, different, um, path that you go on with okay. like all these things. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe part of it, I thought, I was even thinking, like, why am I not into this board game world? Like, you know, like, I think of so many people like you guys and even, like, Amanda, Main Street Meeple, and and everybody that we talk to, Shelly, and, and, you know, everybody always seems to be excited about this thing, this game coming out. And I'm like, I don't know I don't any know games anything. that come out unless Ryan tells me about yeah. it, you know, or, like... <laughs> Or, you know, or they're like, did you hear about this publisher? Did you hear about this go- thing going on? And I only hear about it from Ryan. <laughs> and like, so I don't know if part of it's I'm spoiled that I just get to like learn all this information with very minimal effort from you. I didn't really think that was it. Um, maybe part of it's that I don't really have that same itch to find the next great game. Like I know Ryan does. Like he's always like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to look and, you know, I just can't wait to find the next like hit. I don't really have that. I just, and if I, if we happen to play a game I like, then I want to keep playing that game. And I'm also happy to learn a new game, but you know, I'm not like, like Obsessed. searching for that. Um, You've never been that. I, I Right. And I'm also not a big social media person. So I'm not just like consuming tons of board game content. Right. I'm even less of a YouTube person. I really only watch like how to play video here and there. If I the happen YouTubes. to be learning, you know, and you're game. not existing on board game geek. As evidenced by not joining our guild. <laughs> I know. Yeah, or not even voting for us for the <laughs> podcast on BoardGameGeek.com. The reason we didn't get voted. Thank you. <laughs> so, so basically, I'm not really sure the reasoning. I just know that I like playing games. And that's all I really, you know, that's the mo- main thing that I care about in this happy. And, you know, and when I thought about it more, I think potentially it's more of just my personality. Like Ryan has Person sort of. Natalie. My, my person Natalie. Ryan has designer can sort of person Yeah, person Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have sort of like an obsessive personality. Thanks. Which person Natalie. Meaning, yeah, my personality. When you Natalie are into obsessive. something, you are like consumed by it. Yeah. You're just like, you're just obsessive good or about bad. it. I right. obsess good or badly. Right. And that's not me. It has never really been my thing. And I like, this is kind of like game related. You know how when I play games, and I have a tr- I have trouble focusing on one thing because I just want to do it all. Mm-hmm. That's how I am in life. Right, with sex partners. No. <laughs> well, Natalie does everyone except me in high school. So. <laughs> and measles. And, and measles. measles. God, you, God, God, you were ripping she on measles. What was measles. that all about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you couldn't it, even just be quiet. You would understand. It wasn't actually. It wasn't actually. <laughs> it wasn't measles. <laughs> you were just talking about a gross subject. It was really funny because yeah. it happened at the exact time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he got ood. Anyways, yeah, so that's ood. how I am in life, and I know there are people out there like me, kind of like I struggle to focus on one thing. I just like I have like a lot of different hobbies and a lot of different things I want to do, and I'm not just like I don't get obsessive about 
one thing ever. I'm just like, I want to do all the things, you know, and I'm just like kind of have a little bit in each of them. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? You have more, you have more to go on. Um, no, not really. I kind of just wanted to talk about like, you know, our personalities. Yeah. Our personalities. What's our personality? How are, remember the earlier in the episode when I said like, this could be part of the nook, like things like that where like, you're like, when I I get in, when I find a game (laughs) that I like, I immediately like afterwards go on working oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, research yeah, yeah. it and look up everything I can about it. Like I've literally never done that. That's like okay. maybe so, the and most why do you fun think, thing to do. Why do you think that you guys do that? Yeah. And I don't, isn't a personality thing. Is it something different? Personality. You know, personality. Like, let me ask know. you a question. What do you think? What do you think? So if you have a thousand hobbies, I would say you have no hobbies. Okay. That's what I would say. But what are you the most obsessed with? So if Ryan is most obsessed with with board games, is that yeah. true? Probably. Yeah, board games. I like smoking the meats too. I like playing the music. Yeah, board games is so my most obsessive hobby. What What is your most obsessed? And it doesn't have to be to Ryan's level. Yeah. It just is what is the Nothing thing you are most obsessed? So what is something where you go, oh, this is coming out? Or hey, did you hear about X? Like what is the... What's the thing that consumes you the most? It might not be to the level, but what is that thing? Um, Sex. Sex was Well, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I think, I don't really have anything it. where it's like, this is coming out kind Ooh, of thing. <laughs> I, it's Ooh, more just damn. like, like, what am I like really excited to do? And I'll do it every chance I get. Kind That's of what thing. I'm asking you. That's the question. Okay. I mean, really, honestly, I'd say board games. I'd say golf. I'd say, you know, kayaking. Do you research that kind of stuff? Golf and kayaking, or nothing? I research nothing. Yeah, she only finds joy in the doing. I like doing, doing it. I don't like the work part. And that's the interesting part. As you were talking about this nook, that's the interesting part that I, I I'm really interested to explore. Is because you mentioned the levels. Yeah, you have to. You must be at level one. No, I don't think so. No, I wrote listen, down you're a, a fucking nerd. Things. You're on a board game podcast, right? No, no. Yeah. Like, what I mean no, by that I think is level. There's like level zero, which are we call nons, right? Nons. Okay. Then there's sure. people okay. who like maybe like just play friend play games with friends to socialize because at a party or it's fun. Oh, you've thought this out. Okay. Yeah, I've okay, thought yeah, this out a little going. bit, but that's, then that's one. Then there's maybe people in the hobby just for games. That's me. So I'm level like two or three. Okay. What does this right? go up to? A, level 87. There's 9,000 levels. I didn't think this fully through. I just wrote down some like That's thoughts. cool. No, I want to let you Then there's like, you know, then you add, then there's like kind of like offshoots, right? Like everybody who's in the hobby hobby is like in it for the games, obviously. It's like but a then, tree. But then and there's then the like these the offshoots, tree. right? And there's somebody who's like, I can't wait to find the next great game. And they're always looking for the new hotness. Or there's somebody who's like, you know, Playing games is literally all I ever want to do. I'll do it every chance I get. Somebody is like, I can't stop consuming all things board games, videos, podcasts, you know, social media, whatever. Then there's somebody who's like, I'm going to go to as many conventions as I possibly can because like, you know, those are my people. And then there's somebody who's like, how do I make this my job? I want to get paid doing this. That's how passionate I am about it. Or maybe like, I have so many ideas. I want to be a board game creator. You know, like there's all these different like yes, offshoots. This is very interesting. <laughs> Natalie, is anything? Would you want to make any of your hobbies, like you just said, a profession? Um, like, like, let's not say you're a professional golfer, right? Let's just say, like, you want to work at, like, REI. Yeah, you, yeah, there you go. You want to work at at the the Farmington Golf Club and be a A a, pro, a pro, or a trainer. If there was something, like, is your biggest passion accounting? 
like doing, no. you know what I'm saying? I feel like stupid saying this, but I feel like I never, I don't have something that's like my passion. Okay. Yeah. Like one thing. That's not stupid. Right. Yeah. I, you I, have I just want to get to the hobbies. bottom of your personality. I have seem to Even like, like them all. Like right now, like I'm painting Cameron's bedroom. I really enjoy that. And I wasn't trying she to say earlier painting. that you have a thousand hobbies. That means you don't have a hobby. Yeah. You don't have a thousand. You have, a, you have things that you like doing all the time. No, yeah. she definitely has a yeah. multitude of hobbies that, um, but like, I feel like, like I could just spin the roulette board of Natalie's hobbies and wherever it landed, she'd be like, sure. She'd be equally as happy. But yeah. for me, she, if she spun that same thing, I'd be like, I'm not in the mood for that today. Yes. No, I don't want to yeah. do that right now. That's Where like, she's yes. like, what do you want to do? You want to paint miniatures? Eh, I don't yeah. know. Don't play a board game? No, I was not just really. Talking, don't watch TV? Eh, I, I was just know. talking she, to You know what um, I mean? She would, she would Dave, do anything. I was just talking to Mick Dave Mick about this where I have this problem where I have... When I, like I'm sitting there and I'm working, right? And I'm like, oh, all I want to do is like be done working because there's like a million things I want to do. I never have any time to do all the things that I want to do and I just want to be done working. So I have a free night tonight. Tonight's the night I'm going to do one of those things. And then- And then you watch TV. Yep. And then the night is comes and then I <laughs> get so overwhelmed. I'm like, which one should I, I do? I don't decision. know which one to do. Yeah. And then now it's nine o'clock and I'm like, fuck, I didn't do any of them. Yep. And I feel like I wasted the night because I- was like paralyzed IRL making analysis, the decision paralysis. because I want to do them all equally. And yeah. Uh-huh. Can I talk a little bit about, yes, um, please. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> about your hemorrhoids. Uh, you uh, said yes, please. She yeah, said yeah, yes, yeah, please. Yeah, she did. All right. So, um, I was inside Natalie's why anus the yeah. other day. <laughs> why don't you talk? I noticed some, why don't you guys oh talk? God. You fucking nerds. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I'm not obsessed with a stupid fucking shit. hobby like the two of you guys. So why don't you talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really like what you were talking about with levels. And the first person I thought of when you said this was Nestor. And Nestor is uh, somebody who loves board games. But he always talks about he really only loves board games up to a certain weight. Yes. He likes the light stuff. Anything above Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, that's no, his, that's his he's like, nah, that's about, I'm done yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. I, uh, Castle of Burgundy might be the height that's of a, his weight yeah. level. And that's really interesting to me. And I don't know Nestor enough to know what other things he does. But for me, and I, I don't want to speak for Jeff, but I'm going to speak for Jeff. Yeah, I think we love this hobby. And when playing the games, we play the games, we're like, oh, this is great. And it's like, now I want to experience going here and finding the games. And it's like, you get... There's a, a, a lot of joy to be had, not just in, I want to find one, but in the researching. There's joy there. There's a lot of joy in learning and mm -hmm. knowing and being the one to be up on it. And that's really fun. And then there's like a whole other thing over here where it's like, I want to talk about them into a microphone <laughs> so people can listen to me yeah. and hear my opinions on them. And that I get joy there too. Now that isn't just board game related. That's part of uh, the performative thing. Both Jeff and I have uh, um, broadcast kind of backgrounds. So this also helps get that passion, I believe for both of us to do as well. Mm -hmm. But that's also like, that's really cool. I have a lot of fun, you know, getting out that part of my, passion for the hobby in this way yeah. or making the discord and talking with people there or designing a game or like you said going to conventions because it's just fun to experience everything like that collecting is another wing to the hobby mm -hmm. where it's yeah. like some people find joy in the chase yeah. of the hunt or the grail game or finding that. And I think that's, that's a really interesting conversation because none of these things um, make you more of a gamer or than anyone yeah. else, you know, cause I, I don't feel like I'm less of a gamer than anybody else. 
Now, but you're I definitely... more of a gamer than 95% of the population. Yeah. Right. But I also don't go do that extra stuff. You don't do anything extra. <laughs> right. You, but you, you've gone to... Yeah, you do the podcast. You've true. Gone That's to, true. You're right. You've gone to conventions. Yes. So I, it would be interesting. We would never... This is an alternate reality. If, if you and Ryan had never met... Because you liked games before. I did. You liked I was the, the game person in my yeah. family. I'd bring mm-hmm. all the games. Where over. where would you be on your journey? Ryan sped your journey up. Yeah, I wonder right. where. Yeah, that's I a, wonder. Good, that's a really good question. to Kingsburg, right? There's right. a lot of games in between yeah. that that Ryan had already played. The Ticket to Rides and the and the Catans yeah. and the Carcassonne. He already played those. Yeah, so he was like, to I'm going to jump you. I mean, I'm going to jump you two levels. How often do you think in this hobby? Does somebody just stumble across these games, well, or are they introduced different to nowadays? Them? But back when when you got into the hobby, when I got you into the hobby, they weren't really at Target. Mm-hmm. You right. know, they weren't yeah. really in the mass That's market true. areas. They weren't even really at like Barnes and Noble. They weren't anywhere. They were in their own, um, you know, FLGS game stores that you just wouldn't go into. You're not really going to yeah. hear about them. You're not going to see them on the Big Bang Theory or in the background of a South Park episode and wonder what they are. And now they're kind of. I don't want to say they're everywhere because the, the this hobby is still ridiculously small. But I think um, the answer to Jeff's question there is uh, probably in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I think if you didn't, if we would never met, I think you would have found the hobby and been like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do because you know you're looking. You, maybe you're looking for games to take to a um, a family party. You know right. that yeah, they're yeah. asking you to find, and you're like, you know, I saw somebody play this game called planet unknown that looked really cool somehow you know what yeah. i mean and then you you find it out and, and then if you, you start were the way. target because before you were like the target gamer before yes. they had game games yeah. right then now yeah. now you, if you would have kept being that target gamer you would have went from like that level zero one to like level two like look at this new game at target mm-hmm. now i can play ticket to ride now i can play mm-hmm. gloomhaven fuck the jaws yeah. of the lions there so it's like as you keep creeping up you, I feel like you, you missed a, a chunk of the, of the journey, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on, on her for own. For better you mean? or worse, yeah. right? For all, yeah. like, you got honestly, you got to skip a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it was awesome that He's you got like, to I've jump in. These, you don't need you to. got to jump in and go. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. You didn't have to weed out the garbage. Yeah. You got to True. know like, like you and Ryan were like in sync with what games you liked. You were like, let's let's start playing. And mm-hmm. Ryan was like, get on my level. Yeah, because play with me. I'm engulfed in the hobby. Right. Right. My wife's not engulfed in the hobby. They <laughs> yeah. get the fuck this out. is not gonna work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it's it, do you what do you collect anything, Natalie? Are you a collector? Like if no. I was like Ryan, what do you collect? You'd be like, I have guitars. Everything. I have yeah. everything. I got I don't three know if it's grills like outside a, on the porch. I might be like I, I might be like generalizing. It seems like it's a dude thing. Majority of dudes like yes. to collect something. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know if that it's, it's kind of weird. It's definitely not strictly a dude thing. No, but, but it, like, I think you're right. I think it is uh, to just stereotypically over the top and just get obsessed with something like yeah. that. Seems like it's more is, of a dude quality. Is maybe a dude. Natalie keeps nodding like she's yes, like, Fuck, it is. Yeah. So I just want to make oh sure Natalie agrees with my sexist <laughs> statement. <laughs> she does totally of that. But like Ryan said, I like I like experiencing everything there is in the hobby and experiencing even like other people's experience. Like I go on. And look up. You're a board This voyeur. person played Tris Magistus, and I want to see how they liked it. Oh, you're totally right. Like it's fuck. That doesn't. Why? Why do I want to know if you liked it or not? Right, but I just want to know. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing when you listen to podcasts. People are listening to podcasts who have played the games that we've played, and they want us to agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Right. If they if they hated it, they want us to hate it. Yep. If they liked it, they want us to like it. Yep. Because <laughs> confirmation bias. You just, yeah. You just want that. I don't. I don't know. There's just. 
There's so good. much to yeah. that experience. Like if someone called me and was like, hey, you can have the exact same like work hours, schedule, pay, workload, and you can work in board games instead of teaching. It'd be a really, I would think about it. That might be the one yeah. thing where we differ. I don't think I would. If I think I would, not, I think I would not do it because yeah. It might become work. Sure, I, I get that. I would think about it more than, because right now I know people might yell at me or whatever. It, there's not a lot of money in board games. True. So if you're doing marketing in board games, it's not, you're not rolling in the dough. And right. Granted, it's coming from a teacher. But like, yeah. I'm also, I'm on fucking summer break. I'm going to Mackinac right. tomorrow, right? Yeah, so yeah you've been it. going so, on vacations every other is, week. This is con season where this is the busiest season for yeah. a lot of people that work for board game industry. So th- it would there'd be a lot of caveats for Plus, like Plus, if you work for a company that. and you go to Gen Con, this is probably exactly what you were talking about, but you go to Gen Con, you're not experiencing Gen Con the way you like to. Yeah, you gotta, now right. you got to be tied to a booth yeah. and yeah. teach so people di- shit. So, and it's like, So ugh. yeah, I like being a... F- you know, I like being a fan of the game. A yeah. fan of of board games is just That's why I think us as the podcast is the perfect level of involvement for us because you're still dealing with publishers. You still mm-hmm. get to make relationships yeah. with with people that you maybe even wouldn't if you were tied down to working for one company. You might right. not be yeah. able to do as much as you want. And you can do it at your leisure. Yeah. You get yeah. to be like, ah, let's let's meet. Me and Kira are gonna meet and we're gonna hang out over here for a half right. hour. And you know, if you didn't want and to, you're talk. like, yeah, maybe we won't. Right. Or you know, you know, and you get to but you get to go as the podcast. And yeah. so, you know, not that we have a huge following of fans, but there's people that, you know, can see you and recognize you from there. And that yeah. feels really cool. Yeah. Like when we cool. went to Origins and someone's like reached out to me and he's like, hey, I am a listener, uh, Jeff, you know, he's like, it would be really cool to meet you guys. And that was like, ah, yeah, that for me anyway, that's all I need to feel. I think that's my cap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know there's a lot of people I know that would probably be like working in a board game company is my dream. And I all power to you. I did that Mm -hmm. when I worked in the video game industry. I worked as a tester and it, who I was like, yes, as a teenage I'm te- boy, you're yeah. like, all I want to do is play I'm video games for my whole video games. Yeah, now I get paid for yeah. it. Holy shit. Yeah. It was a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was not like, I get to go play it. I was like, I got to go work today. Right. It didn't ruin video games for me. So I don't think necessarily if you worked for a game company, it would ruin right. board games for you. Yeah. But I do think but you would still always, be like, this is a job I'd rather not do. Yeah. Right. That's right. I get annoyed. Said, some... like, I'd still rather not be doing this mm-hmm. and doing whatever I want. Yeah. I get annoyed sometimes, even just te- like sometimes just playing a game or taking pictures, like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's work. Yeah. At the end of the day, I do like, I like it. The moment we, we talk about this with the show all the time, the moment this stops being fun, that's when we stop, is it's when we swing it. to something yeah. else. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like, I. If you'd have told my teenage self that, hey, you're going to go for like years without playing a video game, I'd have been like, you're an No idiot. fucking way. <laughs> I spent my entire middle school and high That's school playing video. I, we took days off. I took days off of school when like Halo came yeah. out to just sit and play fucking video games. Yeah. And now I, I, the last new system I had was like Xbox 360, which is like 10 <laughs> years old. Right? Like, and so. It's older than that, man. Because for some reason it just got, to me, I was like, I don't have the time to sit and, and maybe it was like, you know, with the like relationships or having kids or something where just like my nights, I would rather not like if I'm staring at a screen, I want to do it mindlessly and watch TV mm-hmm. or I want to sit and like, for some reason it just evolved into board games and other things took a back seat. And then I put all my obsession into this yeah, yeah. because I have obsession. I have to obsess about you something. Gotta, yeah. You got to yeah. obsess about obsession. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm always curious. What does Natalie obsess? I don't. Your, your obsession not, is spread. Just 
Just like she's right. Just like in a board game where she has to do it all, which I think is one of the reasons why she liked Marrakesh because you have to do everything. Yeah, I don't have a choice. She's like that in life. She's <laughs> like, tonight I'm going to do this. Tomorrow I want to do that. This day, like every yeah. single night. She's like, what do you want to do tonight, hun? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I like either want to play board games or sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah. I'm right. like, I just want to sit like, on my computer this, and do we nothing. Do this, we can do this. We can do this. He's like, none of those things. Yeah. They all sound terrible. <laughs> lately, lately, actually, I've been like, let's play a game. We don't ever do it, but I have been feeling that <laughs> sure. way, which yeah. is kind of nice. I yeah. think I, I, I really like this discussion. It's it's fun to think about the different levels that people go through and what they are at. And they wax and they wane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been so fucking hard into the. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Let's, TMI. Let's go this. Start the been, same way. I've been so fucking hard yep. before. <laughs> and then after a while, it goes away. Yep. <laughs> it goes, goes away. away. Yep. My erection for this and hobby. And then, yeah, then it comes back. <laughs> and then it goes back. Not quite you as strong, wait, which is a bummer because you know, I'm in menopause. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I've been like so like into the hobby where that's literally the only thing I think about. I used to go mm -hmm. on to Board Game Geek and that was the only website I visited. Right. And I had it yes. up all the time. All I would the time. be constantly writing yeah. threads. If you go search Sandman X82 on Board Game Geek, you will find you were Gamer of the Week. I was Gamer of the Week, which was a big deal a huge, on Board Game Geek. Deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. And um, you ran like weight loss challenges. Yeah, I ran the weight loss challenge. I had a ton of micro badges created. Uh, I, you know, tons of threads and geek lists that I made, and I just was on it like all the time. I mm -hmm. have like. I've run a fuck ton of um, auctions on yep. there and I was just really, really, really involved in that website for probably about a decade. Yeah. You know, from like 2010, 2011 to probably about 2020, you know, that was like all I did. And now I don't go to board game geek as much as I, as I used to. Now I'm probably more Instagram and discord, you know, with yeah, our own community. Mm -hmm. I engage more with. I've slowed down on that too. I don't know if I've like kinked as much as you. Yeah. With games, this is also. I don't know if you're missing out on a little bit of the Gen Con boner because you're not going to yeah. Gen Con in a yeah. few weeks. Yeah, I'm kind of. Um, I'm having some fun well, because this. I feel like my boner is coming back. Oh yeah, but you're yeah, like yeah. here I'm we like, go. It's about cool. to be happening. The countdown, ready? The count. You know, we did like a little mini nerd. It probably fest. helps cool. too that you it. have like a a standing board game night every week. You know, yeah. where you're like constantly like in it and, yeah, you're and playing your brothers games. are part of it, which right. is right. awesome. For and us, yeah. it's like, like, if we don't feel like it, we don't do it. If we do feel like we do, you know, we're like, you're like, okay, Monday night, I'm true. Going yep. to yeah. This is why when true. Devin was on our episode, whatever, she was like, we need to write our game night on a calendar because mm -hmm. then yeah. the discussion of what Natalie are we saying, what yeah. are we doing tonight? And everything sounds shitty after you work for eight hours or <laughs> right. nine hours other than sitting on your ass and eating chips and watching TV. Right. If it's like, it's on the calendar, motherfucker. We're playing like yeah. it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then, then you kind of hold yourself accountable. Yeah. You get back into it. You, you, you rate. You get your bulbousing. Yeah, your bulbousing. Yeah, maybe that's something we should we should but try. Yeah, I always like thinking about the, the the gamer journey and different like like you said like the levels of people in and out of the hobby. Yeah, because even of their for obsession, how maybe. obsessed that like Ryan and I can be with this hobby, I don't. I don't. Are we top? Are we the max level? I don't think so. Not anymore. I think I we think may so. be used to, but I just think of people like Chris Wilson or Shelly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm like just like, oh, in. you're dwarfing. And they're, run yeah. they're running events. They're, they're running their own store. They're right. running game. They're running like public like game nights. It's their life. Yeah, it's their life. Yeah. Right, it's their life. So we might have slipped from the top tier range. We lost a step. Well, I'm in my fours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lost a step. <laughs> That's what happens. You get older. You just, like, just stop doing nothing. I just like saying it in my fours constantly. Um, I really enjoyed this, yeah, this nook topic. Interesting to think about. Good nook. It really is. 
Chugga 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 That's right, that's right. We're doing another association station for y'all. That's unexpected. It is, isn't it now? If you don't know the association station in this game, I am going to take 10 games. I'm going to associate a word or a phrase or a sentence that means a board game in a cl- wrapped up in a little tiny clue that I'm trying to get Jeff and Natalie to get. So if I yep. say Constantinople, Jeff knows that to be Istanbul. And that is how you play the well, game. Let's see. I hope we do better than last time. Oh, we were so I bad. have vetted my own list and I think not dumped okay. it down. I just think that yeah. I made them. I think there's I think some are easier. There's still hard ones right. in here. Right okay. that code one one one. Oh, is it code seven seven seven? Who's got grandma's bell? You do. Yep. Ooh. Oh no! I think you do. Oh, I, think I, I think Jeff. How does. do you know? It's the, Mine's it's, a little higher. Yeah, grandma. That bell is Grandma's lower pitched. Yeah. Lower pitched. Boom. Boom. Oh, it's lower pitched. Right. Okay. okay. Here we go. Are you guys ready? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Let's Jeff, go. can you keep score, please? Yep, got it. Number one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming at you. That reminds me of when um, the champagne bottle just all of a sudden exploded. Oh, oh my God. And Jeff was like, I, you, did, you like, saw me. I, I didn't, didn't touch it. it. You I saw me. I didn't touch this. For those of you not in the basement, yeah. uh, I picked up my pen and the cap went flying. Flying off of the bell. Yeah, hit the bell. Nope. All right, here we go. Number one. Maze and blue under the bridge. <laughs> Jeff. Oh. Mission control. Dang. Mission control. <laughs> Do you know why, Natalie? Michigan troll. Yeah. Because Michigan, Michigan troll. troll. Michigan troll. <laughs> Number two. Ghostly investigators. I should know this. Ghostly investigators. What the um, fuck is that game? It's sitting on a shelf. <laughs> Ghostly. Clue is we both own it. I know, it's right there. <laughs> He's got it. He's so close. Fuck. Um. Um. God damn it, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Paranormal Fuck Detective. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Paranormal Detective. <laughs> that game's so fun. I love. If you've never played that game, play that, that stupid game. game. It's play so that fun. game, but let me be the ghost. But play with us. I want to. I know you yeah. always are the ghost. I just want to be the ghost. It's the ghost. best thing ever. <laughs> and I'm just really, really selfish. All right, number three. <laughs> Braces fix it, and high school graduates sometimes take it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, braces. <laughs> brace. Braces fix, fix it, it. And high school graduates sometimes take it. Is this the same thing? Yeah, same thing. Of course it's the same thing. Uh, well, braces. Is it like a leg brace or is it like you got, you got jacked up teeth? Oh, yeah. Teeth braces. Teeth oh. braces fix it. High and high school graduates graduate. sometimes take it. It fixes crooked teeth, Natalie. Fixes, fixes crooked teeth? Yep, it fixes the... Uh, but the, but a high school graduate takes it. Takes it. I take it. Takes oh it. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't say Butthole. it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler! Yeah, but, All right. Um, well, 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 you want to move on? Okay. Yeah. All right. Braces fix it, and high school graduates sometimes take it. All right. Number four. This is stupid. <laughs> I left this one. When you're kind of from America. You're kind of from Jeff. Marrakesh. Yeah. <laughs> Marrakesh? Like Marrakesh. Oh, Natalie's so mad. I know. Wait, what? Like, it kind of sounds like a Marrakesh. Like you're Marrakesh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So stupid. I'm so happy you got it, though. I was, like, I was like, I left this in. That was so dumb. <laughs> That's funny. Number five. 
<laughs> boner activity. <laughs> boner activity. Boner activity. Hmm, what do you do with your boner? <laughs> Here's your clue. Hmm, sometimes I flip it up in my belt. Neither of us good. own it, but oh. we want to. Hmm. Boner activity. But you want, want to? We want to do boner activities. <laughs> like when we have a boner, <laughs> the one thing we think about is what activity. In, not being obsessive is a disadvantage. That's true. Jeff has an advantage you've here, won, but it's okay. You've won these. You have. You've won, you've won the association stage. Now listen, <laughs> if you had a boner, one. you would know. Yeah. Now, I don't have boner. Whenever you have, you have Ryan's boner. Yes, you. Well, sometimes. When you have a boner, all you want to do is find an activity for it. Right. A boner activity. A boner activity. Like putting it in the hole. <laughs> yeah. That's a good activity. Wow, like that, that's the activity that we're looking for. Really, yeah. that's, you know, that's what we're trying to go for. All right, let's move on. Um, five. Let me write down boner. Boner activity. activity. Boner activity. I think that one day I should, in my um, mystery boxes, send the notes that I write <laughs> I from know. an yeah, episode. That you're just writing down all Randomly, you, you, would, you would read things like... <laughs> like uh, like Gamey Susan would be like Jamie Gamey Susan. Gamey. I, I have boner act written on here. <laughs> you, you shortened it. Boner act. Oh yeah, I always shorten them too. You do boner act. That's so funny. Boner All right, I'm to see number six. Okay. Floral inhalant. <laughs> floral inhalant. Floral inhalant. It's a floral inhalant. Um, pollen. Pollen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've gotten worse at this. Flor- I don't know. You guys too. are doing good. You guys are doing good. Floral? You somehow got some, Marrakesh. Some sort don't of patronize. That was the dumbest one ever. Floor. Okay. Flory. How about flora inhalant? Plant so you sniff smell. it. Plant smell. What are you smelling plants for? The smell. What are you smelling plants for? Or, aroma. Inhale it. <laughs> Let's get really close. Then. Yeah. What were you just doing? Sniffing. Sniffing. Or inhaling. Or, okay. Or I'm inhaling. What else? What's another word for that? Sniffle. Sniffles. Breathe. All right. That's the last clue you're going to get. Breathe. Flo- breath. Breath. Breathe. Flora inhalant. Flower inhale. Mm. God damn Breathe. it. Dang it. I don't know. You're very close. Uh, All right. So Number seven. two to one. <laughs> this one's also the, what? The vagina belongs to me. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> uh, that was from the last Oh, episode. that's so good, though. <laughs> I should give that to you. You should get half points for that one. Oh, my gosh. The vagina it's, belongs it's to what? me. It's what? The vagina belongs to me. That's really funny. What? Give me that is really good. <laughs> I thought you had it right away. I know. I was like, oh, you got it. Okay, that's fine. We're going to keep going. We got more. Oh. Hey, that's my fish. Hey, that's my fish. Yeah. Is that why you were bringing it up today? Hey, well, that's my fish. Got yeah. it. Hey. Oh, shit. You weren't technically supposed to be able to guess. It's fine. I would have gotten it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and you got to feel good because you got it. Good. Correct. Correct. All right. Number eight. The fat kid in Willy Wonka going up the tube. Uh, Gl- oh, what's his name? Glus- Augustus. Augustus Gloop. Gloop? Or glooped. I don't know. He gets... He he's gets perp- stuck. No, he's not purple. He just gets stuck. The fat kid in Willy Wonka going up the tube. Up the tube. Suck it. He gets sucked. Take out suck your suck it. Suck it. You suck it. Suck, suck it. You suck it. So he gets sucked up the tube. He gets stuck in there. He's caught in. Uh, he's. Gustus. He's. Uh, 
Rise Hannah. of Augustus. Rise of Augustus. Oh, that's Very a good. good. One. Right. Thank oh, you. Funny. Oh, Thank that, you. that one was funny, but the ones that I got are <laughs> no, fucking those stupid. Those ones suck. Easy. What does it oh, mean? Easy. God. Oh, that one was great, though. <laughs> when I get the boner one, that one's going to be good, Always too. Always got a cheat to win with, hey, that's my fish. <laughs> Number nine. I did not say that. <laughs> you wanted to. No. Number nine. Quidditch goalie. Uh, Natalie, this is you. I don't know if you Oh, you don't know these. Quidditch goalie? Quidditch goalie. Harry uh, Potter. <laughs> Harry. Uh, my balls are Harry Potter. Is this, do the goalies have a name? Let's talk this through for your I don't remember. Here. What are you talking about? Didn't you read the books? Yeah, you're a book reader. You're a book reader. Okay, I read it from like age 12 okay. to like 21. Okay. I didn't even read that the books. So I came up with the clue. Of your life. Well, I mean like <laughs> one book. <laughs> I only did it for 14, 13 years. I read them one time way back in the day. Well, I read them as they were released. Oh, okay. Shut up, Ryan. Quiet your laughing. So many years. That's only 50% of my life. Oh, that's so fucking good. Quidditch goalie. Oh, my God. How am I supposed to know that? I don't. I don't. I only read the books for twenty three years. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Oh shit! That's I don't funny. Know if they have a name. Uh, it's all right. Goalie, right. Well, you guys aren't getting this one, I guess. Jeff, I didn't know Jeff. You didn't know Which. that. Okay. Number ten. Devin repellent. Devin repellent. Devin repellent. Ooh, what does she hate? Devin Dash. Jeff. Paint the roses. Paint oh, the roses. Yes, yes. That's what she hates. She or pirate hates. Games. Yeah, <laughs> she hates paint the roses. Great job. All right, what are we missing? We're missing braces, braces. Fix it. Yep. And high school graduates sometimes take it. What do they sometimes take? We're also well, missing. Well, they take things like the the SAT, the ACT, the a GED. Well, how does that fix your? Yeah. Right. Braces fix it. Braces fix it. And high school graduates sometimes Time. take it. Take it. Take it. Give me that. Give me that. That was so <laughs> funny. I was you like, yeah, that. that's pretty good. You give me that. <laughs> um, that's a shield, what? baby. All right, you're also missing boner, boner. activity. You have yep. a boner. That could be not. anything. And but, I, I have, like, <laughs> but I get boner. Like, I have one. Yeah, you do. I have one right now. You should now. know. I should know. Yeah, you also need flora inhalant. We do Quidditch goalie, I'm gonna give you because you. I don't think either you're giving it. It's keeper. Oh. Oh, keep. I didn't the keeper know. Is, I the, is the Quidditch yeah, goalie. Keeper for anything. It's all good. It, are they called keepers? Like, yeah. is it? In, I just know. Like, in Harry like, Potter, like, sometimes people call like in soccer they call him the keeper. True. Yeah. And, and right. I looked at I looked at Harry Potter goalie. Or football. Qui I was like, I think the Quidditch goalie is called a keeper. I looked up okay. and it was. Now right. that you say that, it sounds familiar, but I wouldn't have gotten it. Sure. You need to like. Another another year or yeah, ten. Yeah, like another so ten years. Need to go. So you're only missing like three of with them. Like breathe or breath. Flora inhalant. Breath of the wild. Um, oh no, that's Zelda. So your clue here. <laughs> I said breath. floral inhalant, which led you to flower. Yeah, it's not. I tried flower. to change it to flora. So any instead of fauna. <sighs> so we're just sniffing plants. Yes. Right, plants. plants. Breath. There's like plant breath. Oh, Jeff. CO2. CO2. Very good. Jeffrey. Oh. I get it now. Plant breath. Okay. Yep. Okay. They're inhaling. That one's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If she got not it, that would have been a great one. <laughs> fucking funny. Not a good one. It's mostly just, if you're making I really a list like of Willy things, Wonka. Not that one. <laughs> I just really like Willy Wonka. You don't like um, the one with a new one. 
I know. Yeah. With Ooh. Timothy Chalamet. It's like Timothy a prequel. Chalamet. Yeah, the Chalamet. Yeah, I don't know how much I... Timothy. A prequel. Yeah, we'll see it. I'm we'll see it, it. I think. The only weird part is that Hugh Grant the is the weird Oompa part. Loompa. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? Hugh Grant's an Oompa Loompa? Yeah, he's the Oompa yeah, Loompa. Are they, I think like there's the one. Same. Oh, okay. And it's him. They just CGI yeah. shrink him? Yeah, he, yeah I guess. Yeah. All right. Or maybe they started big. <laughs> no, he's British. And he's orange. That's true, he's orange. Is it possible for Natalie to mathematically come back in this in this association? Oh, no. Give it, give she's, it out, she's out for sure. Fine. Give right. us clues for the other one. Okay. Have seven right now. Okay, so you want me to... Braces. Braces. Braces fix it. Cratch. Your gap in your teeth. Gap. Gap. Oh. Damn. Right. I, I even in my high school oh, graduate, I take a gap year. I was like, oh, okay. gap. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> in my head, I was like, it fixes the gap in the front of your teeth. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yep, you got it. Yep, gap. gap. Okay, gap. Now you can have that. Boner activity. <laughs> I now Sex. think... Uh, woodcraft. <laughs> oh, because boner is wood and activity. So you craft. weren't trying. We weren't trying to guess the activity of the boner. Right. This right. was a direct. That's, this was a direct was correlation association. Yeah, we've yeah. been doing this for so long. I used to like the whole list would just be one type of association. Yeah. Now I'm just kind of all over the fucking place. That's right. So yeah. are we? I think you <laughs> got all the rest. You got mission control with maze and blue under the bridge. Did you get? Yeah, you got paranormal detectives. That was funny. Jeff was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> you just got get Marrakesh. I'm very proud of you getting that. That was the <laughs> stupidest funny. one. Not funny. Yeah. It are you is making? Funny. Are you making lists here? That one goes first. in the not funny column. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that one again. One of the best things to happen to us is when someone new reaches out to us out of nowhere to tell us they enjoy the show. It's really great when it happens. Like the show. Like the show. And always makes us feel good. We recently had this guy, Jeff, reach out to us before Origins, like I talked about before, who, which led to us meeting up with him. And recently, as recent as today, listener Blaine reached out to me, told me he enjoys the show and that he had an idea for a top five. He said as he was writing it to me, he was laughing hysterically, and the idea is so great because it's something I used to do all the time as well. So he said him and his buddies, when they're in the car on a road trip, will insert the word anal before, <laughs> in the middle, or after the name of like a camper. I guess they would see a ton of campers. Okay. So if they pass a camper and its name is Challenger, someone would be like, anal Challenger. Anal Challenger. Anal Challenger. Okay. <laughs> Now, this is hilarious because I used to play the same game with Buddy, Chris, uh, in the car all the time, like on the way home from school, only instead we would use the word dick sure, to replace, not add, words and signs. We'd be like, let's go eat at Taco Dick. No, I'd rather have Dick Donald. <laughs> Should we head to Best Dick to pick up new video games? Stuff like that. So this idea really resonated with me. So I'm going to fuse them together a bit, and we're going to do our top five games replacing a word in the game with the word butthole. <laughs> The word butthole is just funny. Butthole is one of my favorite words. Butthole. Same. Is it really? And I say beehole. Not a too. butt, but a butthole. Thing, like, right. Butthole's way better When than I was butt. younger, people used to call each other buttholes. And you I don't think butthole. children call each other buttholes anymore. No. They just call each other fuckers and they swear all the time. Yeah, but like, douche up, nozzles. Getting called a butthole, that's just, it's a great insult. <laughs> so How do you come funny. back from a butthole. butthole? Fuck. Don't be a fucking butthole. Oh. And sometimes you can cuss around. Like, there's other words that you should, but if you call somebody up. You're a fucking butthole. I think a butthole is probably the best non uh, derogatory. Yeah, you're being a you're being like, a butthole. Yeah, don't be such a butthole. Like, oh, oh man, like anything more than that, and you're swearing. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're gonna go me, butthole. Jeff, and end with Natalie on this one. Okay. Um, 
So I came up with a fucking ton of these things. Oh, so, did so I'm I. just going to kind of randomly read one, and then yep. if you guys came up with some, I'll just read other ones. So, hopefully. Uh, just to repeat, we're switching out a name. Yes. In a title with the word butthole. With a, a name and a game title, one of the names in the game, remove and insert butthole instead. And insert in the butthole. Insert it in a butthole. <laughs> Here we go, number five for me. Everywhere you look, you see polyamino tiles shaped and curved like apples. When you realize... These all seem to be the same, possibly self-portraits. In this summer's newest hit from Bezier, The Buttholes of Mad King Ludwig. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff, what do you got? What's your number five? All right, well, I have a Bezier. Okay. Ooh. Well, I guess it, yeah. Yeah, it's Bezier. Okay. Slash, I don't know, somebody else. You find yourself in this sticky situation, you know, just, you're, you're just stuck in the middle of something in this game between two buttholes. <laughs> 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 That's great. All right, Natalie, what about you? What's your number five? All right, my number five. Here we go. A cooperative escape game where we have to navigate our ship out of a human called Captain Butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That was good. What's wrong with that? That was so funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. In this new game, using action selection, you must quickly decipher and figure out which one will spray at you and which won't. It's difficult, though, because there's simply too many buttholes. (laughs) Too many buttholes. (laughs) All right, Jeff, number four. Ouch, this is really sore in the red butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Now they want you number four. Okay. In this hidden movement game where you search for long-lost treasure, it's... (laughs) I don't know where we're going. Okay. Called Forgotten Butthole. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot about that. Forgotten I Butthole. Know. I was like, this doesn't make sense. That's hilarious. <laughs> Draft the best cards to create a mosaic masterpiece worthy of scramble porn in It's a Wonderful Butthole. <laughs> I, had it. I had It's a Wonderful Butthole. Oh, you did? I had... Um, Draft your perfect dystopian butthole, and it's a wonderful butthole. That's so funny. So I was, t- <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to him, um, and as he told, he told me the anal thing, and I was like, "That's really funny. We probably won't use anal, even though I said anal a bunch of times." And I started making my list, and then I thought of one for him for his thing, and I was like, "Welcome to anal." <laughs> and he laughed, and he was like, "I thought of one, and it was welcome to or um, it's a wonderful anal world." <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's funny. I came up with the, the wonderful butthole, yeah. and so did Jeff. All right, now, what is your number three? Um, oh, I have a different one for three. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that I wasn't your number one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, what's your I'm number three, keep, Jeff? Well, we'll just keep swapping yeah, things Yeah, do it. Out. Swap them out. Grab your goggles and check out some underwater buttholes. Underwater <laughs> 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 That's at the nude beach. <laughs> All right, Natalie, what about you? Uh, number three. Build the biggest strip club empire in the new hot game, Buttholes of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think about the real game. Or Lords of Butthole. <laughs> Lords of Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Join us back at the table. Only this time it's in the Valhalla Red Light District. Join in with three other friends as you all try and be the best at selecting a butthole for Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Select a butthole for Odin. I think I like this one. I don't one. think I not, don't think Odin not, would like that. No, one. he wouldn't like no. Let's go to no, this one. Hmm. I imagine like one of those like rom com scenes where they're all like there's someone's trying on a dress. Yeah. yeah. And they're coming out back and forth. They're, they're, they're doing that a little montage. It's like a little song. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my butthole. Yeah, that's not my butthole. <laughs> Say yes to the butthole. All right, Jeff, number two. All right. Stay, stay with me on this one. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Are you not satisfied with one? No. Or even two buttholes? Not even. Well, try this game. Okay. Three buttholes. <laughs> and if that's not enough, not even four, try five, five buttholes but- instead of five tribes. And Is three that sisters. not enough? How about seven buttholes seven. instead of seven wonders? <laughs> so three, five, and seven buttholes. Take your pick. 
So sweet. That's great. All right, Natalie, what about you? Number two. Okay. <clears throat> Loosen up. <laughs> Loosen up. Yeah. Stop. Don't even say anything else. <laughs> Loosen up. Loosen up and Loosen try up not to butthole, procreate baby. an endless butthole. <laughs> <laughs> endless. Endless butthole. Poor Lenny Wings. He can't get out of this fucking endless butthole. <laughs> I'm here forever. Loosen up my butthole, baby. <laughs> That's the next pair. <laughs> Number one, you're on the train of thought in Pixar's Inside Out board game, which spends a weird amount of time exploring the puberty mechanic. As you're about to place your worker into the brain region, you hear the conductor player shout, Next station, butthole! Next station, butthole! Oh, that's, that's my stop! <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out off here. My family's there to pick me Sorry, up. Sorry, we're backed up, buddy. <laughs> All right, Jeff, number one. All right, my number one. Oh, man. <sighs> it's my favorite one. Yes. Right, it's number one. Dig mines from your elevator shaft and bring up coal and... Butthole Baron. <laughs> Instead of Coal Baron. <laughs> I'm the Butthole Baron. <laughs> All right, Natalie, number one. <clears throat> number one. Gather goods and build your farts in my little butthole. <laughs> <laughs> my little butthole. My little butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, the tagline? Gather what? <laughs> goods and build your farts. Build your farts. Boop, 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 boop. Another one. That you guys I have. was in the shower today and I was, I was like thinking about games and then I thought my little butthole. My I little was thinking butthole. about my butthole. <laughs> I was thinking about I buttholes. was washing my butthole and I was like, this is great. I got a little butthole. There's a game. Oh, my little, my little, I like, first of all, I like my little butthole. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My, my little, little, my butthole. little yeah. butthole. <laughs> Play your cards right, but make sure you're first across the brown finish line in this tight game of race for the butthole. <laughs> race for the butthole. <laughs> what else you got, Jeff? I have need some deep cleaning. Grab your meeple's uh, head over to butthole service instead of broom service. <laughs> Did you have any other ones, Natalie? Um, I have <laughs> eat as many tacos as you can, but try to avoid the bathroom in Butthole Overload Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Natalie's killing this. Oh, another one I have is be the first to gather all the douchebags to the same place to win the Isle of Buttholes. Isle <laughs> of Buttholes. Oh I had compete as a Roman general to try to protect Hadrian's butthole. Uh, Hadrian's butthole <laughs> is so fucking good. I don't have a tagline for this, but long shot the butthole game. <laughs> <laughs> the butthole game. Anything. You just add, like, I'm looking at Bot Factory, but it's Butthole, butthole Factory. Yeah. You just create a bunch of butthole. What, Jeff, what would you say for the Magnificent? The butthole. Yeah. <laughs> or beyond the butthole. Undaunted. Undaunted butthole. <laughs> replace the word the with butthole, so it's butthole yeah. magnificent. Planet butthole. Butthole, yeah. magnificent. butthole castles of Burgundy. It's just so stupid. Titan city of buttholes. <laughs> Alien buttholes. Butthole <laughs> just like anything you want. Paint the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> butthole ready, Mr. Cop. Ready, set, butthole. <laughs> You're gonna pass out. You're gonna pass out. That's not a butthole. Really sad butthole. Oh my god. So that's gonna.
going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> that was really funny. Isn't that good? Yeah. Really funny. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. Okay, so Natalie, let's just chew the Twizzlers and see how much you can hear. Yeah, see what the chewing is. ASMR. <laughs>